I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Brother Jim, Brother Dave, Super Dave, and Tammy Romero. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Got the day your way. How are you? We're doing great. Good. So this is pretty interesting. So number one, we've had fathers and sons on before. (laughs) We've had Jim White Sr. and his boys. We've had Dustin Romero and little Dustin, but we've never had a mother on before. A mother. You're the first. (laughs) We've had wives. And a grandma. So this is the first time we've had a third generation on the podcast. Very cool. How about Ooh, that. Yay. Very cool. Tammy's setting the pace here. Glad yeah. to be here. I love it. Yeah, We're happy are, to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Tammy's on the podcast today. Dustin Romero suggested it. He says, I think my mom would be a great guest and she listens every week. So that's the other thing is she's an avid listener. She's very familiar with the podcast. I am. We, we thank you for that. Of course. Yeah. Like to follow her. You guys are going. Great. What's going on? Awesome. Love our listeners. Yes. Good. So we're going to we, kick it up. Because oh. we don't know who some of them are, right? I mean, it's hard to tell. Right? I mean, yeah. wait wait till we get into the stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah we like can't the one be. in New Zealand or the one in <laughs> Morocco. Wow. I want to I know the one that's in the Congo. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's one of Addison's relatives. Could be. Yeah. All right. Let's kick off the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Man, that might have been our best pledge ever, and it's appropriate because today's flag day. It God is. bless America. God bless oh, yes. America. Yes, Tammy. Not only that. Shout out to Big John. He texted me this morning. It was Flag Day, and I said, "Oh, very cool. Thanks for the reminder." But I do have that in the podcast, or nice. we have it in the podcast yeah, no, for for today. So very cool. Brother Dave gave us a bunch of dates that are coming up, and today was one of them. That today's Flag Day, but also they're having the flag retirement ceremony up at uh, the Platte Valley. Ah, how, I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah, we talked flag, about that last week, day. and I yeah. I didn't put them. How appropriate? How appropriate. All right, let's get into the trucker prayer. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for the healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill, we pray to find Amra's mom. No matter what, we trust you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Disclaimer, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just Tammy Romero's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I wanted to add to that to you guys, too, because i seen a little clip here. 
Our words or podcasts will either attract strong minds or offend the weak ones. Ooh. So there's our, there's our disclaimer. That's a wow. good one. Wow, you need to send that to me. <laughs> so I will add that every week. <clears throat> That's awesome. Or we'll just have you say it every week. <laughs> good. So episode 84, a.k.a. the Paco Nahara Part 2 podcast, because he was on once before, had 798 downloads. Wow. That is... 251 more downloads in the previous week. Mm. Wow. Good. Crazy jump. Right? Yeah. Wow. He's a popular dude. You know he's sitting in his truck just downloading it and downloading yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing is... is I've listened to it 17 times. There's only one podcast that's been listened to more times, and that's Al Fry's. Ah, and Al's has been on for a long time. Yeah. yeah, a couple, a couple more. Congratulations, Paco. Yeah, yeah. So great job. Nice. I'll said he'd come back for part two too, just so you know. Okay, well, yeah, we'll have to keep that one in mind. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ready. I was a great guest. Yeah, Paco was a great guest as well. So, mm-hmm. we are at thirty-seven point nine thousand total downloads and holding steady at one hundred ninety-seven followers. So, if you are a follow, if you are a listener of the podcast, but you're not a follower, please list, please follow. I'd like to be at two hundred by next week. Yeah, you know, the great. only way to get notified is to follow it, correct? To get notified through Podbean, you have to follow it. Oh, oh, that only is like that on Podbean? So well, like I'm iTunes saying... or whatever? Well, no, same thing. If you follow on iTunes, you okay. can get a notification. But we send out a notification to our people. I, I get that. Right. I was just trying to clarify. Like, yeah. the only way you can get notified right. off of the right. something other than our email... Right. Is right. Yeah. Is, you have to follow It'll it. It'll be like, uh, Channel 23 has a new episode yeah. out. Listen now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, cool stuff. Oh, man, I'm a little tired today. I was up late last night. We're getting ready to have a garage sale, but I told my wife, let me bring some stuff into work. So, she gave me a bag of dead batteries. They're free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was his dad joke super. <laughs> I know. It's not a good one. <laughs> oh. I got that one from Ricardo Christensen. So. <laughs> I, I laughed when I read it. I thought it was cute, man. Yeah, it's it's a dad joke. Yeah. They were I just flew to Iowa this weekend and they were doing the the stewardress well, I guess they're they're not stewardresses anymore. What are they? Flight attendants. Flight attendants. The flight attendant was doing dad jokes. Oh, no. Nice. And she did one so bad, like this kid in the back is like, that's so bad, that's not even a dad joke. And she's like, I'll take all the new material you have. <laughs> it was cute. It was really cute. So, that's awesome. Oh, wow. I guess since I'm yapping, I'll jump in there. Uh, what do you all call a two-year-old refusing to take a nap? Oh. I forget. Um, not a kidnapper. Oh. I mean, it's not Kidnapping? Resisting arrest. Resisting arrest. That was a good guess, though. That was a good guess. I like where you're going with that. She's sharp. Well, since you said that, Tammy, I got to jump in, Jim. Uh, Did you hear about the kid napping in the park? I did not. No? His parents woke him up. His his mom woke him up. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) Well, you know, there was these three old guys out walking. Uh First guy said, windy, isn't it? The second one said, no, it's Thursday. (laughs) The third one said, so so am I. Let's go get a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Tammy's bringing the noise. Yeah. Yeah. She's bringing the heat. That's all I got, guys. Uh, That's good. That's awesome. Perfect. That's a good one. 
Well, I went old school. I dug them back out of my can of dad jokes. So <laughs> what do you call a pig that does karate? Chop suey. Karate pig. Pork king or something. You guys are all pretty close. Pork chop. Pork, Pork hey. chop. <laughs> That's good. And then the other one, why did the teddy bear say no to dessert? Teddy bear say no to dessert. Barely. I don't know. He like, was stuffed. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All right, new employees. We got three new employees that started this week and last week, and we got Tay Hardman, Phil Davis, and Joaquin Ladios. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> what are you Welcome laughing aboard. at, Soup? Did Joaquin start? <laughs> you know darn well. <laughs> <laughs> Did Joaquin start this morning? No. Yes. Dave, was he was he in this morning? Yep. I noticed he had his brand new crease JFW hat he on sure this did. when he showed up. So that was cool. So uh, I interviewed him in the morning, and you know we don't have any trucks in the yard in the morning. So I asked him to come back in the afternoon for a test drive. And in the morning, we give out a hat, right? And mm-hmm. he wore it back in the afternoon did for his test drive. Cool. Yeah, very like, cool. Right on. I'll tell you what, that the hat's powerful. Because I remember sitting down for my interview and... It's so powerful, it was almost a distraction. I sat down for the interview, and there's that hat. There's that nice JFW hat. And I'm just like, man, I want that hat. You know, I'm like, I wonder if he's going to give me that hat. And then he gave it to me, and I wore it when I left. I mean, that's... Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, the guys put it right on. Yeah. Do they, Dave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah in yeah. fact, that's funny you say that, Jam, because they'll sit there, and at the end of the interview, they say... Can I have that hat? <laughs> Is that I'm like, mine? it's yours. But, but sometimes I would think you might put on, like your first day, you might put on your favorite hat, not really a JFW hat. I don't know mm. when you're leaving, but, you know, I guess just to see it. Because I get it, taking it at the interview, but wearing it in this morning. I don't know. When, you know, getting hired on here is a big deal, too. It's like yeah. something you're proud of immediately. Like, yeah. wow, I'm going to work at yeah, JFW. I think I would wear it for I'm sure. I'm going to work yeah. at JFW. I'm going to yeah. wear my JFW hat. Perfect. Yeah. You know? Perfect, yeah. Yeah. Well, it looked good this morning. Glad to see him. Yep. Tammy, do you ever wear hats? I look terrible in hats. I oh. wish I could, but How about they just a visor. I oh, have a JFW okay. visor. Nice. Oh, well. I just got it at the uh, truck thing we had. Truck rodeo. Oh, cool. Rodeo. Truck yeah. rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. Tammy's yeah. about. Tammy's more engaged than some <laughs> of the people that work here. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true. Back to my saying: it's because she has a strong mind. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Celebrations, anniversaries. Shane Fregerson, one year, Teddy Hernandez, one year, and Potter, five years. Wow. Yes, very cool, yeah, everybody. Congratulations, nice. guys. Yep, yep, absolutely. Shane, and, Shane and Teddy, though, man, that, that flew by. That was yeah, a quick I know. Yeah. When I saw yeah. it on, the, on here, I was like, <clears throat> whoa. Yep. But we're, we're about in the deals here, too, Jim, halfway through the year. You know, the, the first day of summer, Ticks I know, right? So, yeah, Ticks but congratulations by. to those guys. Yeah, so. what bugs me about that, Jim, is the longest day of the year is just June 21st. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's a few days away, away. Yeah, right? right? Next right? Wednesday, yep. And we, I don't even feel like we've gotten into summer yet. No, yeah. right. I know. And no. the days that's are going to start getting every shorter, year, though, it's right? A, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just like, crazy. Man. Yep. Wouldn't it be nice if that longest day could last about, I don't know, June 15th through about, you know, September know, 15th. August, yeah. <laughs> yeah. August 15th, maybe, at least. Yeah. Just kind of stay at that time. Uh-huh. I did notice yesterday at 6 a.m. it was very, very bright out. It was already really light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the last week or so going yeah. to bed, if, it, if I go to bed right at 9, it's still light outside. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, touching on that very thought, I was talking with our good friend George from South Africa, and he was putting it into perspective. This is the shortest day of the year down there in the southern hemisphere. And uh, and okay. December is the middle of summer for those guys. And I'm like, how do you even wrap your head around that? Yeah. I would have the hardest time. Christmas yeah. at the beach. Yep. And he, he flat out said, he goes, there are so many things to adjust to to move to the northern hemisphere or to even the United States or whatnot. But, you know, they drive on the other side of the road down there. You know, winter is summer. Summer is winter. Just all that. And, oh, that yeah, and we George is still adjusting. <laughs> George is still adjusting. <laughs> Love you, Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another great anniversary. Scooby, two years today. Congratulations, Happy anniversary. Scooby. And then the big one. Marty Rios, 14 years on Friday. And we'll get, Go, Marty. We'll get more into what that means here yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Marty. <clears throat> Birthdays. We got John Moore today. Happy birthday, John. Oh, oh happy gosh. birthday, John. I texted with you, John, and didn't even know it was your birthday yeah, yet. Man. Flag day and If you only read the outline. I am <laughs> dropping it. I, I did, Jim, and I didn't even pay attention to that. It's terrible. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> man, I feel bad, John. Happy birthday, buddy. Family birthday celebrations, we got Maria Perfecta. You know who that is? I'm going to take a pretty good guess. Go for it. Mr. Perfecto's wife. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Maria. Happy birthday, Maria. Happy birthday. For those of you who don't know Mr. Perfecto, it's Rosario. Yep. Monday, uh, Bree Suncaden. Oh, wait. Sorry. So this week, Bree Suncaden's turning 15. And then another birthday, we got Dominic Romero today. Dominic yeah. is Tammy's grandson, so yeah. happy birthday, 17 Kaden. today. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. That's Dustin Jr.'s little brother, right? Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. And is it my understanding that it's Trump's birthday today, or was Ooh. it yesterday? Oh, really? Yeah. She's wow. already starting with the party. He's yeah, lucky I'm if he celebrates you. it the same day as Trump. That's all <laughs> I can say. Hopefully he's well, celebrating Well, my birthday it. is the same day as Ronald Reagan's. Oh, well, mm, you're yeah. lucky, too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ronnie. For real, Dave. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, man. I love some Ronnie jokes. <laughs> yeah. And quotes. The the Democrat puppies. Oh, uh, love that one. That's a great one. Love that one. <laughs> shout outs. Ron Bugler. We want to give a shout out to Ron for kicking butt on cores. Yeah. That guy steps up all the time, doesn't all he? All the time. Yep. Yeah. He's actually training Lynn, right now as well. Yeah. Linda loves him and, and for good reason. He's always willing to help. So yeah, mm-hmm. good good stuff. Thanks, Ron, for all the help, buddy. Another, Absolutely. Another helpful person. Shout out to Ricky DeLeon for working the swing shift, covering for Jake and Lil John. So he usually works the morning shift with Chris. He's been coming in about 2 o'clock and helping out with the night crew and the day yep. crew. Stays but, till, yeah, I mean, he's midnight. actually covering two shifts to right. a degree, Jim, because yeah. yep. he's, he's working a, a split shift between day and evening this week, and then next week he'll help out at nights. Hmm. With with yard twenty three, so nice. yeah. yeah. Thanks for rocking it out there, yeah. Ricky. Yeah. He's Thanks, money. Ricky. Yeah, yeah, Chris Chris England was giving him a compliment the other day about you know we were just talking about busting tires and something I'm not real familiar with, but Chris Chris used to change tires at Swift or something. So oh wow, he's changed a lot of tires and fixed a lot of flats, and he says Ricky's a beast at it. Nice. Yeah, he's like Ricky Ricky makes me look silly. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. Shout out to Andrick for helping out Tony Martinez with his tarp last week. But also shout out to Andrick. Got a call from him this morning. He's like, hey, Jam. He's like, I just sent you a picture. I'm down in a hole at Morton, 
and my truck is getting stuck. He wasn't stuck, he says, but... But I'm going to be. Yeah, it's he's like, the urge to move doesn't want to go, and I'm just starting to panic a little bit, basically. Sent me the pictures, and I look, and there's like a little ridge in front of the, you know, the drives, a little ridge... But he did the right thing. He stopped. stopped. He wasn't sure. He didn't just start gassing on it and dig himself down in the frame. Right? So I'm like, hey, Andrick, like, I think if you just clear out your tires, you'll be able to get a little bit momentum. But once you do, you got to go for it. You know? Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. <clears throat> With that, I see Paco's on his way there. I call Pac, say, you want to help Andrick out? Then I get a call from Andrick. I got out. He was so pumped <laughs> up. <laughs> That's <laughs> that cool. was awesome. Yeah. Andrick, I'm telling you, he's he's keeping an eye on Andrick. He's going to do some things around here. Nice, that's yeah. awesome. It, it yeah. is amazing though, with that great big truck and all that weight and all that kind of stuff. If you just move a little bit of material, yeah. you just give some place for the tires to go. Yep. It's yep. just just get get rid of that little bit of spin you're going to yep. have. Yeah. Yep. How many trucks have we gotten out by just shoveling for five minutes? Yeah, that one guy at the, it was in the middle of the winter. We had a guy delivering um, torch over at yard 23 we get a call that he's stuck over there and i go over there and it's like all i did was shovel him out while, <laughs> while he watched me i'm like <laughs> you could just tell he's like nope i'm not doing that not a jfw driver <laughs> yeah no, no we've had him come through here though yep that's for sure when i talk to these guys in the interviews i get people that they don't understand where we go and I'm like, well, you know, you're going to be going into these gravel pits and into these rock quarries or job sites, and they're not user-friendly. And, you know, I've been driving for 15 years, and, you know, I've been to New York, and I've been to Chicago and all these, and we could drive them down into the pit at Morton, and they're going to get stuck, stuck. up to their fuel tank, you right. know, because they right. just don't know. Yeah, I remember years ago, um, we, we had that truck. Who was that? that? I don't know, we pulled in that job site, and it was a homeowner, and it was so muddy. It was maybe close to the septic system or something. Oh, we, Ray's Troop. Ray, yeah, that's up who north it was. by Budweiser. Ray, yeah, and yeah. we even brought the loader up because he was sunk so bad. And we all looked and looked, and we're like, "Now let's just come back tomorrow morning." And when it was all, frozen. Yeah, yeah, it was all frozen the next morning, and pulled him right out, no problem. But we mm-hmm. we couldn't budge him that afternoon. But it was yeah. just such a cool trick just to wait till the morning. We've and, done that a few times, you huh? know, except for the trip up there. Yeah, you know, it was it was so much time saving. Yeah. Shout out to Rick Gray for helping Omar Reyes with his busted uh, hydraulic line yesterday. Good oh, job, Rick. Yeah, helped clean it up and stuff. Yeah, is that what he did? Yeah. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, and, good deal. <clears throat> Thanks, Rick. And then Rick wants to give a shout out to the ones who read their dispatches and actually leave when they're supposed to, the ones who actually pay attention to the safety score and try to be better. The ones who just do things right. Kudos to you all. Yeah. Was that from awesome. Rick Gray, did I say? I th- yeah. That was, that was Rick Gray. He pays job, attention. Oh, yeah. He, he's a deep soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. Yeah. Rick's yeah. a sharp dude. That and he's got a ton of experience. You know what I mean? He's seen yeah. some things. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I just, I have a shout out and I don't, well, probably, I don't know, probably most of us don't know it, but we have an outside salesperson. And we have had here at JFW for, geez, Dave, you get, can you, 20 years? Has she been here 20 years, 15 at least? I mean, she's celebrating 12 years at Green One, I think I saw on is, LinkedIn. Is that what it was? So, yeah. No. So anyway, so Amy Graff, and I believe her, her, she got married a few years ago. It's Amy Powers. 
And uh, she's our outside salesman, has worked for us 12 to 15 years here. And uh, she called yesterday, and I, I need to call her back because I haven't had a chance to talk to her, and she left me a message. But she was just so excited to still, and she still does work for us, but part of the JFW team because she got a birthday card and a gift card. And she's in Florida, and she's like, it, it's just amazing. She just she just went on and on about our culture and, and our people and, you know, working with dispatch and you know, she's she's met several of the drivers over the years and having to get into job sites and stuff like that. And she was just she's like, it is just so refreshing. And then and then to get a birthday card and a and a gift certificate. She said, you guys are just doing a fantastic job. And she just wanted to say hey to everybody. And I just wanted to say hey to Amy. You know, thank you for the compliment. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Good so job. she lives in Florida now, Jim. Yeah, Dave. She oh, sure wow. does. Yeah. I think she comes still back. doing outside sales, <laughs> <laughs> just really outside. Yeah, nice really. place to do them. <laughs> hey, when do I get that first load to Florida, Jim? <laughs> <Right? kidding>. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's funny. I, yeah, sorry. The the it, it makes me think of sand and hauling and all that. And I I keep bringing up these stories about that couple that I rode next to on the airplane back to Iowa, Jim, for that swim meeting. He said California is so messed up. There, there's such a severe shortage of sand there. Really? Yeah, and they're having to haul X amount of sand. It was a ridiculous number that he said to their beaches. And I'm like, what? What's going on? And, well, he didn't say why, but he goes, the, he just calls them the greenies in California. Won't let us mine anymore. Mm. So they're having to outsource it. They're like shipping sand from. I'm, I'm making it up like Utah. To California when they have their own sand, mm. but the greenies won't let them build it or use it mm. or take it or anything. Are it's, we ruining the sand? Is that <laughs> I, the don't know. I don't know. Mining is pollution. I just every yeah thing. yeah. So yeah, you let somebody truck it in. Not that you know right? if it's a new truck, it's really low emissions anyway. But you truck it through all the rest of the state. Well, just what happened to common sense? Why I know why yeah, this is just crazy. The world is just crazy anymore. I'm sorry. It, it is, well, Timmy. I, I mean, we we do need to pay attention to that because our politicians absolutely are crazy, and they're not. Uh, they've been elected to a position, but they don't hear our voice, right? That's right. So so it's yeah, we've got a problem here that and I hope we, it doesn't get worse before it gets better. I mean, I hope the next this year and next. I hope people we have can make woken some change. up. Yeah. I hope people have woken up. Yeah. Don't yep. get me started. <laughs> oh, we're going there. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Right. Well, they haven't woken up, Tammy, because I just read an article this morning. The governor of California is going to try to have a twenty-eighth amendment passed. Did you guys read about that? About their exit tax? No, about more gun control. Oh, oh and, wow. and make it part of the Constitution. Mm. No way. Mm -hmm. And his point is, is like, I'm just echoing what the people are saying. And I'm like, boy, not the people in Colorado, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I just seen a little clip on something too, Dave is and and jam. You'll be interested in this. And I, and I don't know where the United States ranks in gun violence. You know, just the United States. We're like second or third out of the world or something. But if you take the states like it was like Chicago, New York, California, and someplace else, blue states that has that have the toughest gun control already, <laughs> and fix like do I don't know how you fix the gun control, but they're the worst with the strongest laws in those states. It drops us to like tenth. 
those are like we have like three or four states that are our main problem that drives the whole United States statistics. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean the whole thing with gun control, we don't need more laws. We just need to enforce the ones that are there. That's right. Yeah. You know, like <clears throat> And you know, maybe it comes down to Jam that it's just more mental care some somehow yeah, and i don't i don't know how oh, you absolutely that's a that's a big challenge but defunding I, the police doesn't help either because no, no. i mean no how about we give them some more money for some more training so they're yeah. equipped to deal with situations yes. when yeah. they come so in. true Tammy. I mean, whose idea was that you know you take the police away it's gonna be way more I, violence i don't get that i mean look at this country today i, I mean, mean i just saw a shirt on gun control and it's buying one instead of three it's actually using two hands. Ba-da-ba. Right. It's using two hands instead of one. Aim, right? Two hands. Oh, two hands instead of one. Yeah, has anybody ever looked control? up the statistics of how many people are killed by knives? I've never looked Way more up. than are shot. Yeah. Nobody's yeah, coming and taking our knives. You sure hear about that a lot now. Yeah, yeah, I think it's hammers, yeah. too, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. There's more people killed by hammers. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. 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 I mean, you take away the gun from, you know... Go back to Vegas two, three years ago, that Jason Aldean concert, right? Mm-hmm. And that lone gunman is in the hotel room just picking people off at that concert area. Take that away. Say that guy didn't have a gun or a room full of guns or whatever. He'd have just gotten a friggin' car and drove through the crowd. Pipe bomb. Um, yeah. I mean, look I at, find I mean, look, a way. Look at the Boston Marathon. Yeah. These yeah. people at, are sick. Look at Timothy McVeigh. Look mm-hmm. at me. Yeah. yeah. I and, mean, he, and the countries like China, right? People don't have guns. They have a lot of stabbings. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. When you're yeah. sick, you're sick. Yeah. And th- these people are sick. The <clears throat> Yeah. Boy, so we're, we're jumping right in, aren't we? Because the problem is those people, after doing that, need to be killed. Yep. That's the bottom line. We don't do it because well, we're too... Usually they do it themselves. I bet you four out of five of these not people... Enough. Oh, no. Do, do I bet one out of five, off. Dave. I bet one out of five, maybe two... At best, I mean, most of them, they all go to prison. We support them for thirty years until they die, and they're on death row. And they were yeah, supposed like to be Ted lethal Kaczynski injected. Just died like on yeah. Thursday last week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when he, you have the video of people being shot, those people should be eliminated. Absolutely. I mean, it, there's and, no place. And for I tell them. you what, that is going to create a little bit of thought in these other sickos' minds to go, "Wow, if I do that, they're going to kill me." Yeah, yep. I mean, there's there's a lot to it, and. I try to stop. We're not arguing because we're on the same sure. side, right? Yeah, but, we're just yeah. talking, right? You know, typically, again, it, it's the same thing over and over, you know? Like, people are like, we need to get rid of all the guns. And then the right's like, no, we need to keep our guns. And nobody really does anything about it, right? Then they're like, oh, we'll make more laws. Well, you don't enforce the ones you got. The ones you have are supposed to be common sense, but they're not. You know, things like, you can't have a firearm in a school. <laughs> like, imagine if the teachers had firearms. You know, I bet yes. there would be a lot less school shootings. Jim, I thought you know. Ohio did. Maybe they did. I don't I, live I'm in almost Ohio. positive I don't it. They, they, I don't think there's. I have to look up which state. I just want to say Ohio. Yeah, like their teachers are armed, or they're allowed to be armed. There are no school shootings in Iowa. So in Ohio, are, you know, the the ones that choose to carry, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not everybody. I, mean, they, I just watched. I didn't just watch it, but I've seen it two times before, where they show you know half the teachers at the school they're at a gun range, they're taking classes, they're you know, going through. It's safest school in the United States, probably. You know, at one point <clears throat> they were taught. Something happened here. I can't remember in Colorado, but maybe it wasn't. But I put it out there that if if it becomes legal for teachers to carry firearms in schools, I'll train them for free. Great. Right? Mm-hmm. And 
it didn't become legal, but I still had one teacher who took advantage of that. <laughs> I was like, I was like I'll, I'll entertain that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe he is carrying in school, even though he's not supposed to. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Well, as a grandmother, I know I'd be 100% for carrying and for, you know, the teachers to carry. Why yeah. not? Yeah. They have, they're sitting ducks anymore. I just, yeah. our kids are our future. <clears throat> I had my last class was pretty interesting. I had a teacher and I had a kid from East High School. He was only 18. And uh, the kid from East, I asked him, I said, uh, so what do you usually do when you're not taking a gun class? And he's like, I'm an activist. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, I was actually part of the new gun laws that just came out. And I was like, whoa. He's like, I go to East High School. I've been there for all three shootings that they've had and I'm sick of it. So I'm like, okay. He's like, so... He was part of the, the law where they, they made it now 21 to get a, to, to get any gun instead of just handguns. Uh, the new red flag laws, and there was one other one. I can't remember what it was. But I was like, would any of your friends that are activists with you ever come take this class? And he was like, no. So I was pretty surprised to see him there. Hmm. And but then that, it, but that's, a, that's a kid that I want to, be, to, to know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was impressed. He, he knows He's, both sides of the coin. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed he actually came out and learned what it is to shoot a gun and get some proper training. And, you know, we're not teaching him that, you know, killing people is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it was eye-opening for him. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher, she was talking about she's she's writing her, her goodbye letter because she feels like one day somebody might come in and shoot her. Wow. You know? she's, she's, she's actually composing a, a goodbye letter in case something happens to her. That's it's not crazy. right. That's not right. Yeah. So two states aim to arm teachers despite of opposition from educators and experts, and it's Ohio and Louisiana. Hmm. Good for them. Nice. Yeah. You know, someone who might be an interesting guest, and I, I, boy, it would be a, a tight subject to get around, but uh, Claire, was it Claire Davis, Jim, that was killed at, what's hmm. the high school we donated the yeah, couple yeah, weeks yeah, worth of trying? Arapahoe? It was at Arapahoe High School? I, I think so. It, it I want to say it was, yeah. We, I knew one of the security guards there. Uh, she was a personal training client of mine, and it, it screwed her all up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, when you know we donated that time for a couple trucks to work out there when they mm-hmm. built that monument, and you know what it take like a year, and her mom came and you know that mm-hmm. plaque we have downstairs mm-hmm. donated it to us and thanked us, and that would it would be very interesting to get her point of view yeah, on what that she would be thinks. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You know? the the dispatch system that we're looking at, Dave, the the lady from here, um, Irene, I'm pretty sure is her name, but uh, she grew up here, went to Arapahoe School, so I asked her about it. Her sister was in class that day. Wow. And Irene was in college in California, and they couldn't get a hold of her sister. Wow. Mm. And she said it was it was a tough few minutes, mm. or you know, yeah, an hour yeah. or whatever it was. Terrible. Yeah. Can't even it, imagine. Right. Right? No. Man, I've always wanted to have a gun podcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you just fulfilled a dream of mine. She just might be really against it, Jim. And you against the you guns? Can't, you can't blame her. Yeah. 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 Or maybe she would be for it. That's what I mean. It would be a tough podcast. Yeah, we, we just have to call her. But I, I have think to be so all... respectful to work around that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, to come give us a plaque, I mean, all the people that worked on that monument and did that kind of stuff and visit people like that, which hopefully it was healing for her. Mm-hmm. But what an amazing person, you know, mm-hmm. her mom. Yeah. So obviously she had an amazing daughter. She gave her life. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Huh. 
All right. Kind of got solemn. Didn't it? <laughs> it sure did. Uh, All of a sudden. Uh, and on a well, let note. me let me leave. And it's not a gun podcast, but I'm sure you've heard the saying before: an armed society is a polite society. Yes. Sure. To me, yeah. the more people respectful. That, yeah. You know, you're not just gonna, you know, roadway. If everyone has guns, maybe people would calm down a little bit. I don't know. So. <laughs> or there'd be a lot of shootings. <laughs> or there'd be a lot of shootings. Right. Mm. All right, so big news. Marty Rios, he's retiring this Friday on his anniversary. Way to go, Marty. Congratulations, so, Marty. Yeah. Four, Thank you, Marty. 14 years here, but he's retired once before from Coors. Is that right, Dave? Yes. yes. Okay, and what was he there, 30 years? 20, I think 20. 20? 20? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then did he come straight here, or did he go somewhere else first? He, <laughs> he was at Bechtel for, for yeah, 15, 10, 10, 10 yeah, plus 10, years. 10 really? 15. Yeah. He was at Bechtel, and then he came here. Straight from Bechtel, and he's wow. been here for 14. But I've known Marty for 25 years. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hauled on him with lots of projects, lots of different places. Back when we were running the Pioneer Pits, Volmer and Keensburg, Rattler Ridge, and and uh, those were really good old days yeah. for sure. Nice. Yeah. And how, how old is Marty? I know we've, we've said it. 74? 75. Oh, 75. Wow. Mm-hmm. 75. Out there trucking every day, yep. doing it right. Him, Marty. Yeah, yep. I know. He is here early. He's on that radio at 4.30 yep. every morning. Always yeah. saying good morning. Yep. And I, I know he's got a reputation of being a little speedy, but, you know, 75 <laughs> and, and just getting it done. Yeah. He's, he's I know his... he helped out Dustin when he first started trucking here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was always, you know, looking out for him. Good. Marty's a great guy. He I just is. love him. I was wondering where Dustin picked up those habits. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marty. <laughs> like you said, Super Dave, though, Marty, you'd, you'd run into Marty or even here over the years, he'd always have food or a burrito or something like always. that. And, uh, and like you said, Dave, earlier, you know, talking to Tammy before the podcast is what a great way to start a friendship you know yeah. with some food you get you know greetings and and food it's it's good yep. stuff you break yeah. bread with someone you've created a friendship yes mm-hmm. did you guys have a donut yes i can't i brought well, donuts today i can't or i'm trying not Aww. to but <laughs> i'll have yours thanks <laughs> i shouldn't but i will absolutely so when is uh we're having a little party at yard 23 for marty what time does that start at the end of the day when everybody gets in. Okay. Yep. Don't come in early. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to put a time Friday? on it, Jam, because yep. that just doesn't work around here. Yep. Just yeah. come to yard 23 when you're done yep. working. Yep. Not yep. before three o'clock for sure, because I don't think anybody will be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He usually makes it in here by three o'clock. I think uh, some of his family members, I know his wife and stuff, yep. want to come to this yard, take sure. some pictures of him driving in and stuff, and then oh, yeah. everybody can head over to yard 23. Just more room over there. We got trucks moving, mechanics working here at night. So yeah. it's the reason we picked yard twenty three. Awesome. A little, little more room and should that's be a good time. That's where the truck uh, thing Rodeo. was. Rodeo. Rodeo. Yeah. 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 So yeah, everybody that wants to say goodbye to Marty, please. If you're in this yard, the main yard, please come by twenty three and just say goodbye. Yep. We'll you have know, the ice a, cream truck and I'm there. Snacks and chips and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Definitely nice. in the end of an era. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of people that want to say goodbye to Marty, Marty, we're going to play a little recording of people saying goodbye to Marty. Nice. Good. Hey, Marty, this is Joanne. I just wanted to say thank you for all of your dedication, your hard work, your loyalty, your grit. We're going to miss you here, but I am excited for all of your adventures that are to come. Um, Thank you so much, and we will see you soon. Hey, Marty, it's Amber. 
first of all, I want to congratulate you on your retirement. I know that every time I've asked you since I started here, you keep saying, oh, yeah, well, it's going to be a couple months or it'll be December this time. And then you kept changing your mind, but this one's for sure. Uh, you made up your mind this time. Well, I am really glad that I got to know you uh, in this short time, almost two years. You're a really great person and amazing. You're funny, and I hope you enjoy the what the future has hold for you. Happy retirement. Hey, Marty. It sure was a uh, pleasure to get to know you. Best trucker out here. And always remember, old truckers never die. They just get a new Peterbilt. Have a great retirement. We'll catch you down the road. Keep the sunny side up. Good morning, Mr. Rios. This is Dustin Romero wishing you a happy retirement. It's been a great long seven years that I've known you. Well, I've actually known you longer than that, but I just want to wish you the best and best of luck to you and Dixie. Love you, Marty. Hey, Marty. It's JR, bud. Hey, man, I remember uh, back when I started in 2016, you were driving old 004, and I ended up being in 007, and it was nice seeing you on the road every time, you know, we'd pass by or ran together at that point, but i um, going to be missed around here, man. Learned a lot from you, and... Uh, you know, it uh, sure is a uh, role model-ish of you, you know, be to, to be working up until you're 75 years old. So, you know, that's that's something that not everybody can say. So, happy retirement, Marty. Going to miss you around here, and you have a good one, man. Abuelito, nice working with you. Nice to meet you. I hope you enjoy your, your retirement, and don't forget to bring us breakfast burritos. Marty Rios, I started at JFW in 2011. And you've said you're going to retire every year since then. I can't believe the day has finally come. I'm so happy for you, and I'm so sad for JFW. Thank you for everything you've done. You will be very missed. Hey, Marty. Just wanted to let you know it's been a pleasure all these years of trucking with you, especially back the time when you were with Beck Dole and being over here now. Going to miss you. Have a great retirement, my friend. Enjoy your life. Hey, Marty, just wanted to congratulate you on your retirement. Happy trails, buddy. Hey, Marty, Kendrick here. Thanks for all your hard work over the years, and you will be greatly missed. Enjoy your retirement. All right. Those were great. That was they were nice. Awesome. Yeah, they were really good, really good. Does Marty, I mean, I hate to bring it up, does Marty listen to the podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to bug He's him. He's missing out. Yeah, we need to bug him. And maybe maybe somebody will play this one episode for right, him. Right, right. Get That'd Dixie cool. to have yeah. to play it. Because he should, he should hear those. Yeah, yeah see, he should. It's not that he's not engaged or involved with oh, us. Absolutely. He very much is. Yeah, absolutely. It's just working his phone yeah. or downloading, yeah. you know, uh, Senior. the app and so forth. Senior moments, I know those. Yes, yes. Yeah. Marty called me like a year or so ago, and it was maybe it was a little more than that. He had like a new phone, and he he video dialed me, and oh. I was like, oh okay, so he video dialed me. So I just hit the video sign on me, and he was, can you see me? <laughs> so he answered the phone. I'm like, yeah, Marty, you have it on video. I do. <laughs> he was he was a riot. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Good stuff. All right, let's see what we got on the table today. Sunday the 18th, Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day to all the dads happy out there. Happy Father's yeah. Day. Yep. 
I've already got 75% of my Father's Day presents. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you get Father's Day presents? Oh, yeah. Nice. I, got, I did well this year. Nice. Wow. I, I got a couple jam, but it's because everybody's leaving. Nobody's going to be here this weekend. Like, sorry, Dad, here's your present. Here's your present. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, we're, we're uh, not doing say, Father's you, Day at my house either. Did you pick your own out? Is that why you already got them? Uh, yes and no. I mean, keeping presents a secret in my house is tough, but... Yeah, you know, my wife is like, um, I said something about a knife, and she's like, oh, well, what knife would you get? And I'm like, oh, well, this is a knife I've been looking at. I got that knife. Very cool. It's That's called good. the clinch pick. Nice. And then uh, there was like three shirts I wanted from this company called Whole Strength. They're a Christian clothing company for the gym. They make gym, gym apparel. Yeah. Mm. Got those. And then I think... Uh, my wallet's falling apart, so I bet I got a new wallet. Oh, <laughs> man. Saving that for Sunday. You are rocking it. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. Like, yeah, Techie wallets that only hold, like, your ID and yeah, a so credit I got, card. And, I got a minimalist. And then, like, you flip a blade open, and it's a knife, so when you get robbed. So I got this now, and the new one, yeah, it's like you push a button and, like, you're yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. I've seen those. Those are nice. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to cheat because I know Dad listens to the podcast every week. So, you know, Happy Father's Day, Dad, since you're listening and I'm I'm on the air, huh? Happy Father's Day, Senior. Yeah, for sure. Happy Father's Day, Senior. Happy Father's Day to the men in this room and all the men in the fleet. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I agree. Happy Father's Day. And never mind. I was going to get political, but I'm not going to. Oh, damn. (laughs) What were you going to do? Happy Father's Day, Donald Trump? No, just... (laughs) Happy Father's Day, Donald Trump. It was going to be more along the lines of, you know, sometimes you see single moms get wished a happy Father's Day, and it's like, they're not, they're not dads, they're moms. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. In the world today, they would love to make it that way, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. There is. That's true. Yeah. There There's two genders, I'm sorry. They're fighting that. There's we're two genders, it. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, we're fighting well, it. Yeah. But still, like that, on that same point, Tammy, and you mentioned it a little bit ago, Dave. I don't think we were on air, but you can't say that they're a stewardess. They're a flight attendant. Yes. They're not actresses. They're actors. You know, I don't know if that's where you were going with yes, that. Yes, everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I watched a piece on it the other day, and the, and the, and the woman broke everything down because they've celebrated, you know, we're... we're We've always been pro-women, you know, trying to get equal pay and all the other stuff and the voting and all the years, all the things that went through that. And they said, she said that, so now last year we celebrated like the woman of a year was, was how was it, genetically a man. Bob? It was, <laughs> the woman of the year was Bob? Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then, you know, we got the guy with the Bud Light, you know, celebrating them. And then she's like... Did we not just disgrace ourselves yeah. as women? Right. Because we, ju- everybody just voted men, genetically men, right. as women of the year. Yeah. And she goes, how does that work? It, and you guys, I hadn't thought about it that as way. As a woman, mm-hmm. it's disgraceful. That right. is yeah. it's slap terrible. In the face, it Tammy. is a slap in the face. Yeah. And for Budweiser to put that guy, TikTok guy, on there, acting like he's a woman, acting like... We're all ditzy, crazy, kidful type people. 
is just wrong. And you go woke, you go broke, is yep. what I say. Wokeness breeds weakness. That's right. Excuse me, sir, your pronouns are hanging out of your dress. Yes. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. What has little, happened? <laughs> a little what more is, descriptive about that's my biggest fear about going to the beach this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something hanging out of the Everything beach. hanging out. <laughs> that's why they make tucks. <laughs> and you know, swimsuits now that's all over target oh it's it's Are they soft Dave? it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> they have them in your size jim happy father's day come on guys uh, we have a lady in the room <laughs> dustin warned us so he says listen my mom's a little rough she might be she might be dropping f-bombs uh, the whole that. time <laughs> just being real i'm yep. being good today <clears throat> thank you all right monday the 19th is juneteenth and that's the day the slaves were freed so awesome day to celebrate and then one week from today is the first day of summer come on heat and the dry weather yeah, yeah we yep. could use yep. a little bit of that i'm getting yep. a, i'm getting a little soggy <laughs> it is too. a little I, soggy i mean i don't like it when it gets too hot but i wouldn't mind seeing 90 degrees right. come on right but it's, it's going to be wet. I mean, it's going to be, when we get those days, if it's going to be soon. Yeah, muggy oh, days. Yes. It's just going to be, yeah. I some. looked at the weather this morning. Actually, I, I don't know if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No raindrops on the little sun picture. No cloud on the little wow. sun picture. Th- this week or next day? Next, next week. Next week. Mm. Next okay. week. Good. Our lawns aren't going to know what to do when the rain stops. Yeah, I figure no. they'll burn. Right? Yeah, they'll really dry up. Kind of they'll up. just yeah. go. Yeah. I'm a water mine. Should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Health and well-being. Jim, was this you? Is, did you want to talk about that? Um, Somebody put that in there. No, but no? I can. I Hope don't everybody's know. healthy and well-being. <laughs> Being well. Health uh, and well-being. Wasn't that the um, the Kaiser? Uh, well, um, that's what brought it thing up. that that's we did on Monday. Well, yeah, the survey says that we don't survey, push. Yeah. We don't push. A healthy lifestyle here enough. So we're here to tell you, be healthy. Stay healthy. <laughs> As we're eating. Eat your fruit. Eat your beans. <laughs> Eat your veggies. Yeah, I think that, I think, I mean, I I didn't remember putting that get in Get out there, of that Jim, truck think, and move around. Yeah. That's right, Yeah, Sammy. exactly. And 100%. That, you know, get out, open your tailgates, all that kind of stuff, move around, you know, eating well and stuff like that. But so much of that health survey, you know, it just, it just falls on you personally. Yep. There's, there's. You know, we can be supportive, we can help, we can, you know, we're going to do a, a wellness, what's it called when they come in and do your, your blood pressure? And Just a wellness blood. program. Well, wellness yeah, program. Yeah, they well, did it well uh, check. A well ago. check. That's what, what did they call that? Well check? Yeah, yeah. well check, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that so people can, in, and hopefully everybody, you know, participates. Yeah, they're in. doing the biometrics. It was yeah, actually awesome, yeah. Jim, because we did find some things that were going on with people. A few yeah, people yeah. had some high blood pressure they yeah, didn't some di- know about. Uh, and Diabetes was, yeah. I think, one guy caught, you know, some early stuff. Diabetes. Diabetes, yeah. Yeah, changed that, that up. Diabetes. So, yeah, but it's, it's diabetes, still up. isn't it? Either way. <laughs> Dad, at some point or somebody calls it diabetes. <laughs> I I just can't get over my diabetes. (laughs) I just walk around, got diabetes. Uh, Well, here's the deal. Our our industry doesn't really make it super easy to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Our 
our whole life it's environment, very, very hard. not just our industry. Yep. Well, yeah, industry. but the, the the demanding hours of truck driving, right? <laughs> when you get to work at four thirty and you get home at six thirty, do you feel like going to the gym or doing something for your health? Probably not. You feel yeah. like taking a sure. shower, eating sure. and going to bed. Sure. But there are guys that do it. We have some people here that are very fit and healthy and they just make the time to do it. And you got to pick your heart. We've talked about this. Yeah. Is it hard to go to the gym or do something healthy? Go for a walk. Take your dogs out. Walk with your family. Is it hard to do that after work? Absolutely. Is it hard to have diabetes later down the road, though? Yes. So pick your heart. Which one you want? Yeah. Man, I thought Sylvester Stallone was a truck driver in that one movie, right? Over, Over the, the top? top? Yeah. Yep. Well, he had, he, like, a, he had like a weight, weight. tied <laughs> yeah. to the wall so yeah. like he could like... Exactly. Do his little Exercise. exercises and, yep. and see, hey, when I get it? out to open my tailgate, I drop and do 10 push ups every time. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. Burpees all the way to the gate, right, Dave? <laughs> yeah. Lunges. Lunges. Yeah. 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 yeah, on my way down the trailer. <laughs> I think, I think back Potter to the has a dumbbell in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with our automatics, we could have two weight cables. We don't need that arm to shift. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> you're like I was the other day. Oh man, I couldn't stop. Where's my pen? <laughs> oh no, you got to leave this one. I believe it. I'm just not going to leave this part. Oh, you got to leave it. Oh yeah. Everybody says on. they love the laughter, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Fourth uh, of July schedule. We did want to bring up where it is right now. Not the word, but what's going to happen is we are working Monday the third. <laughs> right. Yeah, Brandon is open. Yeah, we are off for the 4th of July, and then we're back to work on the 5th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, So f- work Monday, off Tuesday, work Wednesday. Yeah, we're yes. basically getting off one day, and it's due to the weather. Maybe if we had a drier spring so far and we weren't behind like we are, and Brandon wasn't behind, we would have had a four-day weekend. But yeah, it's uh, not allowing for it this year. If anything changes, we'll know. But also, you got to know, the 3rd and the 5th, they've been blacked out for – well over a month. So there's mm-hmm. people that planned ahead that took off those days. I got people asking now even, you know, hey, I'm trying to get off to on the fourth, of, you know, the third and the fifth, but Paycom's tell me it's blacked out. Well, that's because it's blacked out. You can't have those days <laughs> right. off. Right. Right. So sorry, everybody, but that, that's the deal. I yeah. Mean, if you didn't already put in for it. And then just as a reminder, in order to earn your holiday pay, you have to work your scheduled day before and after the holiday. So you would have to work the 3rd and the 5th to be paid for the 4th, unless you have approved time off on the 3rd and the 5th. If you have approved time off, you'll still get your holiday pay. But you know, I am so happy Brandon is working, and hopefully all the pits are open because we need to get to work. Yep. You know, let's get to work and start, you know, turning the season around. Yeah, absolutely. We're all adults. It would be nice to have a four-day weekend, but... Hey, sometimes we got to just kind of get gritty and go to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We had a three days last year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Plus, it makes it hard during the week. When it comes falls during the week, it is a work week. It's it, hard it, yeah. to it right. does. get yeah. two days in there. Right. Because you take two days off, the three days you got to work, you're doing trying to get five days in for those three days, and then you, then you get disgruntled and then you get tired and you know things just you get yep tammy no we're gonna get to tammy she spent a lot of time in the workforce (laughs) she's had to deal with all these things you know so she yeah i get it yeah uh before we talk about sweeping out let's just talk about 
the attendance and stuff like that. So <clears throat> just because we brought it up. So seven days notice for all time off requests, right? We're getting time off requests a day or two in advance. I am pretty lenient about that stuff to a point, but it's getting to the time of the year where we're, we're not going to be able to just say, yeah, you could have tomorrow off. It's just not fair to dispatch. So get your time off requests, you know, preferably with seven days notice. And then our attendance policy, just as a reminder, we allow six unapproved days off per year or two unapproved days off in one month. Anything over and above that is a violation of our attendance policy. So that just has come up recently as well. And let me kind of explain that too. An unapproved day off is calling out sick. It is having like an emergency where you say, well, I, I need to go you know my goldfish is sad i want to go home and make take sure care of my dog's haircut tomorrow right. but you can plan the days right mm -hmm. plan it seven days in advance get in the schedule get it approved and you're good to go yep. so i just learned i need tomorrow off because sam's wisdom teeth are being pulled <laughs> i should have scheduled that yes oh it was a surprise appointment just kidding <laughs> You, well, I hear all the excuses of what has happened. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Do you need to start yeah. writing them down, Jam? You know, we do an Start a little book. book. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could have a section of the podcast called Last Week's Call-Outs. <laughs> there you go. That'd be we're, we're after a new section, right? Yeah, yeah it'd be better than shaking dad it up. jokes. We yeah. just, we, I mean, I can label two sections right now, you know, poopy problems or vomit problems, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. I've been puking all night or one. pooping all night. Yep. <laughs> all right, moving on, sweeping out. Just as a reminder, we need to sweep out at the end of the day every day and also in between materials. Do you want to elaborate why, Super Dave? Yeah, um, when I do the interviews and I welcome these candidates into JFW, I explain that they're going to have to climb up the ladder. You know, they're going to have to be physically fit enough to climb in and out of the trailers. And then I pop the tailgate and show them why. And I'm talking about climbing in and sweeping out if they're changing materials. And then I pop that tailgate and open it up so they can see the liner inside. Every single trailer I look at has rocks or sand in it or grain and I'm like well this driver didn't clean out you know and it's literally every single one nobody's cleaning out and I always <clears throat> say you don't want to be that guy that's going to contaminate an entire load because you were in too much of a hurry and I don't necessarily think it's being lazy it's because they're in a hurry mm -hmm. they're in a hurry to get back for another load or they're in a hurry to go home at the end of the day and it's just about doing your job. Let's complete the job before we move on to the next. I mean, I'll narrow it down to two things, Dave. Is it a skill problem or is it a will problem? It's a will problem. Yeah. I mean, we have taught you the skill. We've told you the skill. We've announced the skill. We talk about the skill. We give you tools for the skill. We, you know, I mean, you name it, we have done everything to promote the skill. It's a will problem mm -hmm. when it's not done. Yeah, the other day I was using a trainer's truck for the test drive and I lifted that tailgate open and there was if I swept it all into a pile it would probably have been a couple of pounds of three-quarter fry rock ah. and there it was all over the floor it was like he was flying when he dumped it it didn't he didn't even like leave it there to sift out all the way Wow. You now, know? some of that, Dave, could be coming from under the Z-strips after they dump, right, and sweep out. I mean, a we few, know that's... Yeah, maybe sure. maybe six or yeah. eight rocks, but yeah. not, you know, 
10 pounds. (laughs) Right. No, I get it. It's funny, Dave, because you said you need, you know, we had a swept out and I was going to not argue with you, but discuss that there's a few different ways to do it. You don't always have to, you know, sweep out when changing materials. But after hearing that, I'm not even going to go over that. You need to, you need to sweep out after changing materials Mm -hmm. because there is some, there is some workarounds. There is a gray area Absolutely, if, if you're being professional. Yep. But if you're looking at trainers' trucks and other people's trucks and they have material in it, it's not even worth talking about. Because if you can't do the basics, you can't learn the tricks. I mean, yeah. I just, you got to start with the basics, yep. don't you? Yep. Yeah, and how many times have we made the analogy because that customer is paying for good, clean material, right? I mean, it's been several months ago, but I was over at Yard 23 and we were stockpiling salt back there. And a truck backed in and, and, you know, I'm standing at the back of the bin and I'm looking at every nose of the trailer that goes up in the air because I'm standing right there. This one nose was completely full of sand and we're dumping blue salt out. And I'm like, you know, I grab the driver. I, I give him the, when I say give him the finger, it's the come here finger. You know what I mean? Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. come here. You know, and I look at that and I'm like, take a look at that. Are you okay with that? You're, this customer, that salt is $120 a ton. Mm. He doesn't want sand in it. No. Right? He doesn't want to send it to a customer that has sand in it. But you're going to? You're okay with that? And we've given the analogy of everyone here here has ordered a pizza and had it delivered. You know, and, and Jam and I joke <laughs> about it like right? It shows up and there's a piece of pizza missing. Right? Somebody's yeah, somebody's taking a slice. Or the driver ate it, right, Jam? Or it's just laying in the driveway. Yeah, just laying in the driveway. The but wrong. oh, here's the rest of your pizza. You know, Oops. You yeah. want what you ordered you want what you asked for you know so put it in perspective and think about it when you order something you paid for it you should get it you should receive it the way it was intended and that's how it should be and man when we talk about those skills (laughs) this isn't a difficult (laughs) skill that's the reason it's a will problem we have there are people that are not doing their job and it's it is sad yeah because it's so easy going back to super dave when you said opening up those the tailgate. uh, the tailgate tailgates in front of new people <laughs> yeah. right what are How we showing embarrassing well, is that yeah. he's showing the, the guy's going to stand there and say well okay i'll clean it out look yeah. at this one you know yeah. and no that's too lax you yeah you know can't fun- do that exactly tammy you know it's funny dave too and you know you guys we're all talking about it but i love the analogy okay the pizza place what would you expect you want your whole pizza but what bugs me about that analogy or this situation is when you're getting your pizza delivered, it's about you and what you expect. When we're asking you to clean out the tailgate or the trailer and do the right job, it's about us. Yep. And most people just can't think of us. It's only about them. Like you said, Dave, are they a hurry to leave? It's just about them, not about JFW, not about the rest of their drivers, not about the company, not about the customer. It's about nothing. When you order that pizza, it is just for you. And when you don't get your pizza, that's when you're upset because it's just about you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's so much more. You know, the the together thing, our creed, the us. You know, the the being big, better, the big just picture. being better. Yeah, the mm-hmm. big picture. It, it counts so much. You know what happens though to the. And it happens to everybody. It happens to me too. When you say, "Oh, I'll do it tomorrow morning," 
Yeah, you do, right? do and, have that, dude. But, yeah. but yeah, I get it. Then you don't. <laughs> and yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, oh shoot, well, that person yeah. that says I, I plan on doing it in the morning. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's I'm already in the truck. Oh. Yep. Oh. Yeah. How are you going to remember in the morning? No. That's not how you do. Well, it. you're ready to go start the, na- the day again. So you're yeah. in a hurry again, Why would aren't you? you? Yes. And back to my point, our yard isn't the customer that ordered that material. Don't sweep it out at our yard. We don't want it. <laughs> that mm-hmm. customer paid for it. They want it. Yes. Give it to them. Just like your pizza you ordered, you wanted. Well, if you take a piece of pizza out, can't you kind of slide all those other <laughs> slices together? And instead of getting a 16-inch pizza, you're just getting a 14-inch pizza? Hopefully it's good and hot and the cheese kind of <laughs> yeah. melts together and hides it. Wouldn't it be funny if like, we caught someone that didn't sweep out and, and somehow mysteriously they ordered a pizza later that week or something? And you like snuck in and say they ordered a pepperoni pizza and you like got the box and you took every piece of pepperoni off of the pizza. And he's like, I ordered a pepperoni pizza. It's like, oh, you did? Oh. Sorry, I didn't have time to put the pepperoni on. Right. I got a serious question, though. What's bigger, a pie that's cut into 16 slices or eight? Oh, that's a tough one, Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your math is okay, but what really happens is where you're flawed. Whoa. (laughs) Ouch. I'm going back to the Belgians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I love that video. I, I re-shared that. And, I, I did see that, yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we should yeah. share that somehow with everybody. I yeah. could probably, yeah, I could put it up somehow. You can just turn that into so many uh, necessities, right? I mean, I shared it with Sam when Jim gave it to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, these are your teammates that you're swimming with. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his reply to me was, maybe at Purdue, not here. <laughs> you know that video is powerful because of the concept of it i just en- enjoyed the hell out of watching those two horses get down and dirty and pull right. that sledge yeah, yeah. yeah because at first they they kind of wiggled and kind of half-assed tried to move it and then they dug in yeah it's like oh we, it, we're not moving it we need to do go again. Yeah, yeah it was intense we and, should probably explain it right yeah, quick yeah, we're, we're, it. we're yeah. talking about a, yeah. a video i'm curious and the, this gentleman is is he's a he has a company. He's talking about the people that he hires, and uh, he brings up this this video of Clydesdale horses, and they're the strongest. Belgium, Belgium, Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. sorry, Clydesdale. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, they're well, so well, I'm sure yeah, they're close right? cousins. Yeah, they're, they're big, big. big horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, draft the Belgian horses. horses, right? They're the strongest. That's considered a draft horse, is it yeah. not? Mm-hmm. To pull, yeah. yeah, to pull things. Yeah. And the I know these aren't the numbers, but I'm going to use them because I could do the math on it. Right? The average Belgian by himself can pull eight to ten thousand pounds. So if you take and put two horses together, math would dictate that they could pull 16 to 20,000 pounds, right? You're just, if one can pull that, double it, and they can pull that together, right? You just double the numbers. But the math is incorrect on that because these particular animals, when you hook them together. In a, in a yoke, it goes In, over in a yoke. In a pull, yep. And you have two side by side, one of them wants to take the lead. And they just keep out pulling each other and out it pulling each other. It becomes competitive. Exactly. So in tandem, hooked to a yoke, they can pull up to 36,000 pounds. Wow. I mean, way more than double what they can singly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the competition. And, the, and this guy's point is, he goes, I only want Belgians on my team. Yeah. I only hire Belgians. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want another horse. I, I want Belgians on my team. I only hire them. And that that's... That's saying something. Right. You know what I mean? He's done the research, and he's taking that person and going, hey, if you're not my horse, you're out, right? So but the video goes, though, as he's explaining this, 
you're watching a couple of Belgian draft horses pulling in in a pull contest. Yeah, yeah. Sled, yeah. yeah. and it's yeah. just they're cool. Getting, it is so buffed. cool. They're getting like you can yeah. tell it's like yeah. They know what they're bred for. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's their job. And then they dig in and they pull that sledge. And yeah. Imagine one of them cool. not wanting to do their job though. <laughs> they get hooked up to the elk and they're like, oh, I don't really feel like sweeping up. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, that that's the simplicity of it, though. Animals are the are the best because they always do their job. But think about it, right? Picture yeah. those Belgians yeah. yoked and one of them doesn't want to do its job. Now the horse that does want to pull, he's got to pull the sled and the other horse that doesn't want to pull. Yeah, so, exactly. Which, yeah. look at it in human nature. Don't or, they or, just take it to behind the barn and shoot them? <laughs> I thought they just called the glue factory. Yeah. <laughs> Elmer. Here, Elmer. <laughs> oh, man. So I got to notice. I got to digress. Text, I gotta <laughs> no, they just the did that with seven horses at the Kentucky Derby this year. <laughs> I got a text message from Coleman Amar. Good morning. Can I please give Casey and Kendrick a shout out? While I was out of town, they found my car with a flat tire and filled the air and helped me get it back home. It's awesome to know that our safety supervisors share that much to go out of their way and help with that situation. Oh, my apologies for the typo. Is voice texting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, situational awareness right there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're good guys, absolutely. You know, that's the reason they have the positions they have. But situational awareness, because you could always choose <clears throat> just leave that tire flat. Yep. Yeah, I gave Brother Dave a quote the other day. It's by Mickey Stutch, I think you pronounce his name. And it says... Uh, Situational awareness is a currency that buys us time. Think about that. Yeah. All right. Tammy, you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready. Cool. So we already, did you guys have anything else before we move on to Tammy? No, no, no. We're good. All right, man. So Tammy, as we said, is Dustin's mom. We call him Big Dustin. Big D. Yep. And then little Dustin's, or little D, little big, or little big Dustin, little big D, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Tammy, you are a follower of the show. Why do you Why do you listen to this podcast? Well, I'm just the type that I've always listened to talk radio. Oh, I'm constantly listening to talk radio and. Mm-hmm. The information that you guys give out, the company my son works for, it's nice to know what's going on in the company. Sure. You know, where he's going and um, what they're doing. And um, I've just gone accustomed to just listening. Dusty listens, too. So mm-hmm. when he's got it on at, ho- at the home, you know, at home, I we sit down and listen to it. So is Dusty little Dustin? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. Is there a little Dustin? Well, <laughs> I haven't met yeah. one yet. <laughs> uh, he was years he ago was. when he would come in and ride with Dustin. Yeah. He was he was little, but He's man, been oh doing man, this we watched him time. grow. Uh, it was cool. So that you listening big. to talk radio so much? Like, what do you what do you actually think of the podcast? How can we improve? Is there anything that you don't like, and what do you think is good? Because we're trying to be better, Tim. Ah. Uh, so I think everything is, I, the, the way you've got it structured, I think you guys cover a lot of stuff that's happening during the previous week or, Great. you know, what's going to be happening. That's surely covered every week, every podcast. Um, as far as what else you could do, I I don't know. Okay. I, if you, you think mean, of something, let us know. I will. I Yeah. 
Awesome. And now you said you like to know what's going on in the company your son works for. Have you always been pretty invested in his life and what's going on? Absolutely. Okay. Were there any trouble years with Big Dustin? Oh, yes. Yeah. But nothing, you know, to do with the police or anything like that. Okay. Dustin was just always an ornery guy. Huh. You know, he was an only child. Mm. And um, him and his buddies used to just get into some stuff where, <laughs> you know, boys will be boys. Right. Okay. <clears throat> was there anything sticking out to you, like raising Dustin? Like, was there anything, was he a good kid or... Before, before boys were boys. He was, yeah, he was a good kid. Well, kind of. He was the type of kid that I'd get calls from school all the time because Dustin was <laughs> messing around doing something. He lit a firecracker on the bus one day. <laughs> that kicked well, him off. he'd go to jail for that today. That kicked him off, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had a... Uh, comb that was like a switchblade and took it to <laughs> I remember oh, those too. It was a comb. And I got called for that. Um, you know, just little things. He's just an ornery boy. Huh. He, he still is. And still is. <laughs> Sounds just like a boy to me. Oh, yeah. Period. You know what I mean? That's what boys are. Yeah. You know. Maybe if we were allowed to be a little more like that today. Yes. Maybe we wouldn't have such a woke situation. Right I now. agree. And right. boys wouldn't be trying and to wear boys girls' be... clothing and whatnot. Yeah, we wouldn't have so all feminine. these pronouns. Right? We just have adjectives. <laughs> so, no, go ahead, Tammy. No, that's okay. No, no, you first. I was going to say so the water has something in it that's making the, the men, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not as uh, brawny as they used to be, like football. You know, when I was in school, the football players were these huge, muscular guys. You'd look up to them. They're still pretty and big, no? Not all of them in high school. Oh, high school, gotcha. High school, I'm gotcha. talking about. Some of the guys that Dustin played against was like... Frail. Oh, my goodness. Uh, do you see a lot of things in Little Dustin that you saw in Big Dustin? Well, Little Dustin is... A lot different than his dad, but he does have a lot of his ways. Mm -hmm. Little Dustin was pretty much, you know, he lived, he's lives with me and my husband and has uh -huh. since middle school. Okay. So we've kind of raised him, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, Dustin was never the one that wanted to get in trouble for anything, you know. In fact, I think he was 16, maybe 15, 16. He came to me one day and he says, Grandma, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. When, how old do I get, have to be before I can say a cuss word? <laughs> I said, never. You can't do that, Dustin. <laughs> I said, well, you know, that's something that you should try to avoid. But that's the way Dusty is. You um, know, his dad would have said, nope. Yeah, my daughter figured out eight years old is how old she had to be. Well, <laughs> I'm watching my three-year-old nephew right now, and, you know, we've got to watch our language around yeah. him because they pick it up. That's funny. Okay. Now, do you, have you ever seen or do you have uh, a copy of the video of little Dustin beatboxing on the toilet? I do not. Have you seen it? I have seen it. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, how do you feel about Dustin and Lil Dustin working here? 
I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I the the fact that his dad was working for a great company um, while he was in school was great because you know Dusty's been driving with his dad since he was ten years old, mm-hmm. and he picked up so many things. That's why Dustin can drive a semi now because uh-huh. Dustin knew how to drive the gears. This is one thing about little Dustin. He can do Jake Brakes to a T. I've heard that. And we heard Jake Brakes around my house for so many, a couple years, I think. Well, he was riding with his dad. But his dad taught him a lot of stuff. And for that, to say that, Dustin's dad has always been a construction worker, my Mm -hmm. husband. So when Dustin was young, Dustin went to to work uh, with my husband and he learned to drive every vehicle tractor whatever there was bulldozers everything mm-hmm. that they had when he was young so that you just kind of follow what you know yeah. and i worked with my dad that's sure. how i started working well one thing about big dustin he's super loyal he bleeds you have very to loyal you. he loves working here so it's been a pleasure to have him he for does. sure and little Dustin, I mean, he's one of the nicest guys you could talk to. He's a sweetheart, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, he's my, yeah, I I see you, is he my favorite grandson? <laughs> yes, when he's in the room by himself, he is. <laughs> I love them all, but yeah, he's very special to me. Nice. Is he your oldest grandson? He is the oldest. So see, you can go, you are my favorite oldest grandson. Yes, yeah. So I, I my look, firstborn. <laughs> right? I tease my girls. I'm like, oh, you're my favorite middle daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that too. Um, yeah. Yeah, me and my sister battle about that, but that's a whole other podcast. Me too. So is Dominic your favorite 17-year-old grandson? Yes, then? he is. You got big plans for his birthday this weekend? We're having a party on Saturday for him. He loves anime. Okay. Mm. Dominic is is into gaming and anime. Okay. So the character he likes is called One Piece. Hmm. And he texted me, in fact, Grandma, can you get me some One Piece um, novelty items oh. when you get a chance? Yeah. Very cool. So I texted nice. him back and I says, what's this One Piece? <laughs> it sounds like a swimsuit. What is it? Yes, I thought it was. <laughs> She's like, no, not my grandson. <laughs> Ah, so yeah, I mean, he's into that, and we're going to, I got some decorations, and his cake is all done in that, and we'll have fun. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, the reason we really wanted to have you on is to talk about your career, the time you spent in the workforce, things that you're seeing, things that you could relate to that we go through. So pretty interesting. Uh, My understanding is you did shipping and receiving for a Zippo lighted distribution warehouse for 25 plus years. Yes, but before that, oh, let's back before up. Before that, I started my career with my dad's, uh, well, the company he worked for at 15. I would go half a day, I'd go to school and then take a bus downtown to, to Six in a Coma uh-huh. and go to work for Foster Auto Supply. He worked for a auto distributor, he mm. was a salesman. Okay. So he got me a job there and Heck, I worked the parts counter. I worked shipping and receiving. I worked uh, in the office for a while. So, yeah, I started out with my dad and just carried on for, I think, 10 years until they finally uh, ended up closing. But 
that's when I went to the Zippo distributor. Okay. Do you, do you regret that, Tammy? Do What's you that? The 15 years being so little, I mean, at 15 years old, working and stuff and doing that, do you do you ever look back and like, oh, I shouldn't have worked those years oh, or no. upset about it or, or anything like that? No. And, and, and how come? Because that was our work. That was the way it was. It was ethics, you know. I mean, we just, I came from a family that were worker bees, and we just go to work every day, and... I was very proud that my dad was a, you know, he was a top salesman for that company, and it was a good company, and I don't know, we're just proud people to just go out and, and work. Sure. Doesn't sure. that feel good? Yeah. It does. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, the reason. that's why this, oh, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason I'm asking, Tammy, because I just, I feel so many people think work is bad. Anymore, well, nowadays you know? they do. And, and now it, they feel entitled that they don't have to work that much. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody that you know. We started when we were young. A lot, a lot of you guys. I know Jam said he's got a job when he was early. Super Dave, you did stuff, and you yeah. know, it's we're we're pretty good people. Yeah. <laughs> I started you know, working when I was eight or ten years old. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just the way it was. Yep. yep. So sorry. Should go, be. Go, go ahead. Oh, uh, that's. We were going to talk about Zippo, I think. Oh, yeah, Zippo. Yeah. So I worked for them for like 25 years, and it was a family organization. Um, the owner was Jewish, and the wife was Japanese. Oh, wow. What a combination. But yeah. they were the nicest family-oriented company I worked for. Another family. It was always like that. It wasn't a huge company. There was only like eight employees, but boy, I mean, you know, Christmas time come around and we were like family. We'd have Mm. nice parties and, you know, they were always looking out for us. And that's what these family oriented companies are nice to work for. You know, Mm -hmm. if they share their, spread it around with their um, uh, people, you know, it really makes a difference. Absolutely. In 25 years, though, that's a long time. The three other men in this room have all done that before. They've worked somewhere for 25 years. I've never done and that. And shipping so. and receiving <laughs> is is not an easy job. Right. And we shipped overseas, so I was always shipping uh, pallets of, like, ah. Zippo fuel. We'd mm. get trailers, and we'd fill a trailer with Zippo fuel to send overseas and I'd have to do them pallets and, you know, wrap them up and put them on these trucks. And um, I've worked very hard, you know, not a lot of money, mm. but I always worked to um, make sure that my son had insurance, health mm. insurance while he was growing up. Nice. Everything he had to do, you know, he was insured. And that's pretty much how we worked it out, you know. Uh-huh. I just took care of a lot of that stuff, and very cool. Now, <clears throat> did that family own the distributorship, or did they own Zippo? No, they did not own Zippo. Oh, they, so we they bought, owned the distributorship. Yes, okay, a distributor. Because I was like, wow. I mean, and they also, Zippo's we huge. also yeah, we yeah. had um, a lot of novelty items that you would fall that you would find in gift shops at airports. Okay, we did a lot of that stuff too. Nice, but Zippo was our number one distributor hmm. and you did shipping and receiving the whole time you were there yes nice whatever happened to that 
company in that family. They finally uh, ended up closing too. Okay. Yeah. For what? Well, the owner was getting old, um, and the son, I don't think the dad at that time thought that the son could take it over, Mm. or maybe he didn't want to, but I don't know. They just ended up closing, and um, he retired, so. Gotcha. So that kind of puts you in a position to go out and find another job. What did you find yourself doing after that? Well, I went into the corporate business, and I was uh, I worked in admin. Okay. For five years downtown, on uh, I was right on um, uh, what is that? The train station. Union station. I Union worked station. right yep. on Union Station. Yeah, our company right there. Um, it was an insurance company. Great company again. You know, they were great just ended up going different paths so when i left there i ended up going to be a meat cutter yeah that's quite a different pace from going to is it ever how did you get interested in that well i wasn't really (laughs) interested in it i wasn't working at the time and we had a friend that uh worked there and at the time they needed somebody in the warehouse and um I thought, well, it's a job. I need a job. I'll go try and see what it, it's like. Well, you know, we work in the, it's like a freezer. So you're all coated oh, up in those, mm. that whole scene you see with the white coats and the guys all in their mm. heavy stuff. That's how I worked. But what I did was we'd get meat in, but we'd get them in in slabs. We didn't have to cut up whole cows or anything and um we'd uh learned they taught me how to do it and i loved it and um did that till i ended up finishing gotcha done so you could butcher a whole cow though right Mm, hey that's a lot that's a lot of work but yeah Hmm. it'd be hard but yeah so if I get a big... You need a sharp knife. A if sharp I get a knife. big bull elk this year, can I bring it to your house? Ooh. If you get a bull elk, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's see you over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, uh, what are some of the things that you would tell uh, people buying meat from like grocery stores? What should they look out for? Because who did you cut the meat for? We cut it for different distributors got it so it went all over the place i mean would it go to kings and safeway and stuff like that oh yeah okay. they ended up in in the stores too yeah okay um is there anything gross or well you know this during covid the hamburger you know how hamburger went up crazy mm-hmm. well they started mixing uh stuff into the hamburger so some hamburger you got to look at the package and see what your ingredients is that it's 100% beef because they would fill it and I can't remember what they were filling it with but um add that to make weight and wow. sell their product. So you even cut me back in COVID? So you just retired recently or? Yes. Oh wow, I thought this was going back. Oh another. gosh, no. I just been out of work for half a year. Oh mm. wow. I'm going to retire soon. I haven't retired, but I'm going to retire soon. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, nice. so watch out for the burgers. 
Watch Jim's on a Jim's on an all meat diet right now. He eats nothing but meat. Really? Yeah. Is that the uh, carnivore diet? Yeah. 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 It's pretty. So far, it's two two weeks uh, Friday. I will be on it, and I've eleven pounds is wow. where I'm at right now in that shorter period. But it's really, but that's that's no caffeine, that's no sugar, oh, that's God. no carbohydrates. No way. I mean, I've given I've given everything up. And he walked in with the club the other day. I mean, so. <laughs> Where's the dinosaurs? <laughs> but aren't you missing out on the vegetable like things that come in vegetables, vitamin A, vitamin B, or so, are you taking a supplemental vitamin to, to to you know take up that stuff? I'm not, Dave, and I really have to dig into the to the science of it or the research of it and everything and you know supposedly everything that you need is in the meat it, you don't have to have vegetables um or anything like that you can just in in my whole thing about it is our ancestors are how it used to be or our shipping super dave you didn't go out and get broccoli they didn't go out and get cauliflower they didn't go out and have spinach fresh spinach they didn't have all that stuff dave they ate mostly meat and that's what uh, we were that's but they, what we were they, they were hunter gatherers too yeah, but they, they didn't find they, cauliflower. They didn't find broccoli. No, they, they would eat like dandelions leaf. or they <laughs> yeah, would eat like shit. berries. Cause, or, cause, and it was, it was all seasonal too. Because they were starving. They were hungry. But the majority of it was meat. Because I, I just told Dave, I said, something I really want to research is if you have no carbohydrates, if you're eating no carbohydrates and you don't have to process them, Dave, do you know you don't need vitamin C? Oh, wow. Vitamin C is to, to process carbohydrates. Well, how do you explain scurvy then? Scurvy was eating old meat and aged meat on a ship. You get all your stuff from fresh meat, and I'm eating fresh meat, Dave. Scurvy is is not what you get from fresh meat. So it was off the off the ship. They found they fixed that or cured it by giving vitamin C because mm-hmm. you weren't getting the right amount of vitamins well, at the yeah. time. Sending you know, them out with, and, it, and I don't know how old you know if they had any kind of breads or anything like that that they you know they tried to save you know because I know a lot of that was. Your hardened breads and they mm-hmm. they eat stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's just interesting. I, I mean, I have some I have some pluses so far about it, and I'm I'm waiting before you know I want to be on it a little bit here before I I say besides the weight loss, weight loss was you know drastic right off the bat, and I'm eating a lot, Dave. There's no there's no lack of food. Mm-hmm. So you, you, are you saying you don't want to give the cons right now, like the pros are? You know, yeah, the, the weight, the weight loss. loss right now. Yeah, I want to see. I mean, there's a lot of when you when you investigate into it, there's a lot of claims on what it does and things like that. And got it. And yeah, I just so you're waiting to see for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you, it's not just the meat part of it, Jim. I, I gave up the energy drinks. I gave up the sugar. I'm not drinking coffee in the morning. Right. Caffeine. So I mean, I really, it is just a basic plain diet. Why Why would you not lose weight? Because you're you're not eating right. any of the junk. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I was a Go home and you know eat some chocolate or some kind of snack or some kind of sweet at home. Right. When I go home, it's the it's the downturn thing at the end of the night. You sure, know? but I can I can say one now right now for the pros is I've had no slump in the afternoon. Nice. My slumps are gone. Hmm. Nice, so. nice carnivore diet. I might yeah. I might be following your footsteps. Yeah, yeah, never know. I already don't eat vegetables, so you know, I'm halfway there. <laughs> my uh, my wife or family or girls, they love to tease me that I like a good fad diet. <laughs> right. I've seen it. <laughs> but, I mean. You know. I was going to ask you, Jim, but I just didn't want to go there. But 
how many diets have you been on in, Several the, days. in the 30 years I've known you? It's, it's like you're always trying I need, something. I need to find that. But I'm, I mean, just try to take care of myself. Dave. Are you exercising you know? at all, Jim? A little bit. A little? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get probably, I, I try to do it at least 15 minutes a day. So, which okay. is, sounds like a short, but that's at the end of the day and the beginning of the day. So 30 minutes a day of some kind of either weight training or, or cardio. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Where I've, I mean, since we're talking about it, if you want to find something really goofy, I don't know how many people have electric toothbrushes. I do. So, and how long you stand there, because it used to irritate me to stand there for three minutes. I think they run for three minutes. Two, two minutes. Two. Two, two minutes. So, you'd be surprised how much you can do in two minutes. So, I have a kettlebell or a kettleball, and I do curls and shoulder lifts for the two minutes. I just switch hands and do 12 and 12 and... You know that's that's always my routine: brushing my teeth morning and night. Nice, and it's it's a do shocker. You, do you have the thing in the? Yeah, I have the thing in the truck. You know, right in the bathroom. I got it in the bathroom. But yeah, it's just something. I hate standing there brushing my teeth. It's just absolutely drives me crazy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Awesome. All right, Tammy. So, what have you seen in the workforce that's changed from your? Your long career, I guess you would say. You've been in the workforce quite a bit. What, what what kind of changes have you seen? Especially since you just quit working six months ago. Yeah. I mean. hmm. For me and what I did, it not a whole lot, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Nothing? I, Tammy, I, I, I guess I would have to ask, you know, being, you know, doing different stuff because we're here and we see it and, you know, we try to go, oh, is it just us and stuff like that? But to me, I told my daughters as they started, you know, into college and then, and then got out of college is, you know, go in or show up and be on time. And what, what we realize here is they'll rise to the top. You know, I've said it on the podcast before. I said, you'll be sought after because you show up every day and, you, and you're on time. And you know, when you want your days off, I, I know my, uh, Allie, my middle daughter, she's a, she's a dog groomer and she builds up her PTO and she's traveling a lot, but she also worked, you know, for like seven days straight last week or something through the weekend, picked yeah. up shifts for everybody. Now she can take off, and but she scheduled it, right? Yes. And she's taken off the, this weekend to go to Nebraska to, to see some friends. So I guess I, I would have to ask you, because it used to be, to me, and we only had, I don't know, what, 10, 12 trucks, you know, Super Dave when you started, things like that, much smaller, but people were more involved about being on time and showing up. So, And I'm glad you mentioned that because I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head right then, but... That is one of the things that has changed. People don't want to really work. They want to come in, and the minute they get their PTO day, they want to take it off. They don't like to accrue, you know, Mm, because that's what I did. I mean, you know, you get a two-week vacation by just accruing your your time, but they want to get paid more for doing less. Most of the kids that I worked with, the work ethic is just not the greatest. You know, they'd come in and you'd show them and you'd have to keep showing them every day. And, you know, they just weren't, they just don't have the passion. 
Yeah, and I, and I think sometimes I, I try to go back because the group here sitting here, we're the leaders. We're the, we're the generation that they were following or we should have set an example. And I hoped I set a good example. So where did the, where did the disconnect happen? You know, I know, I know, Dave, your son's probably the youngest in the in the room here, except for your grandkids. Um, but where did we have some parents along the way, or where did our culture change so badly that that's that's not important? It didn't become a thing. And back to government, are we going to get political? Is that that's what our it. is that what I, our government breeds? Is I'll do this for you if you do. Well, this? when they're trying to take over our kids in school and turn them into radicals, I just, I yeah, it's the government. They've yeah. done a lot of bad. Yeah, and for I guess us. yeah, they're not like you said earlier, Dave. They're not representing us. No, and, they are not. And I think it's easy to generalize one person that does one thing or a couple. Everyone gets generalized, and we are so guilty of that here. You know, we make the comment, "Well, one guy hit the gate." When we talk about everybody hitting the gate, right? Only one person hit the gate. Mm-hmm. You know, or or whatever the case may be. And I know a lot of times that's a slap in the face for the people that are that are the A-plus drivers here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They're like, ah, why am I they getting don't yelled? Get, they yeah, don't why? get called out for not hitting the gate. Right, right. Exactly. And that's where we talk about, that's the reason we do the celebrations, right? The anniversaries and the birthdays and, yeah. you know, the shout-outs of, hey, this is good, hey, this is good, you know. We try and raise awareness when we have an issue, mm-hmm. you know, when, you know, we've created this blind spot, you know, safety has no blind spot program because we've had accident after accident for year after year after year in that right front corner. I mean, it's a blind spot, you know, and sure. it's taken us all this time to come up with this program and, you know, knock on wood so far, we've been successful. So, but we need to keep talking about it. That's the only way you make change is to keep talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think a lot of times you, we can just fall in that era, right? Every generation before our generation said, oh, this next generation, they're worthless, yeah. right? They're not nearly as strong as our generation. And I mean, you can go back in history and look, you know, there are probably some generations that worked harder than ours are mm-hmm. or, or the next generation that's coming or whatever the case may be. But I think that's, that's forced by the elements around you, you know, during, during the Depression and there wasn't a job to be had. You know, the government just wasn't sending out checks to every family like during COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, that right? that just didn't happen, right? What is so, so those people did everything they could to survive. I mean, uh, my wife's grandfather, he would tell stories. They were teenagers, teenage boys, he and his brother. And they would go, they found this hillside full of potatoes. Yes. And they would sell bags of potatoes, but they'd sell them by weight. And they would stick a rock in every bag <laughs> to add weight to the potatoes. But the dad, their dad was worthless. He had just fallen in that slump where yeah. he wasn't doing anything in the family. And the two teenage boys, and when I say teenage, young teenage boys, not 17, 18, 19, those two boys kicked their dad out of the house. Oh, wow. Said, we're not here to support you. We're going to help mom and the rest of the family. And they kicked that dad out of the house. And those two brothers worked their whole lives until the day they died. I mean, they were, that's just, when you grow up in that uh, element, mm-hmm. that's how, what you're bred to do. You yes. work, you yep. know, or you, you support, you survive, right? You know, and I, there's just, there's a lot to be said about that. Yep. So I think, you know, when we talk about today's generation, you know, we can sit here and go, oh, they're, when I grew up, you know, and we always joke about walk to hill 
or walk to school uphill both ways in the snow, right? right? With no yeah. shoes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I think these generations are faced with a different issues because of the element around them. Yeah. You know, they're faced with social <clears throat> bullying and it still boils down to parenting. Yeah. You know, we can talk about the schools forcing their agenda. We can talk about, you know, the government, but we're, we still have to be responsible parents and you teach our children. Involved. Yeah, involved. To absolutely. know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Janet yeah. and I never missed one teacher conference. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, the thing is, we went there and we may have disagreed with that teacher, but we tried to stand behind what that teacher was teaching. And, and the reason we tried to do that was the fact that if our son didn't like that or he didn't, you know, want to do that, there's so many parents that just go, oh, I'm taking him out of such and such as class and I'm putting him in this one. And we're like, wait a minute. Life isn't that way. Thank you, right? <laughs> How does that child ever learn to deal with controversy? How, if that child never goes through and having a teacher that they don't like or is mean or whatever, how will they learn to work yes. for a boss or a manager or anything in society, live next to a neighbor? Yeah. Right? It, 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 their life skills. there's going to be somebody you don't get along exactly. with. Exactly. And those children, it's so much easier to learn that at a young age and move forward that it's, yeah. we have to help support that. We have to help teach that, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, we always tried to stand behind our teachers. And, you know, knock on wood, we didn't have any crazy, they were trying to teach some agenda and yeah. it was political. And, you know, we just knock on wood, we just never ran into that. You know, so the the issues that they were having, it was like, hey, we support you 100%. What can we do? How can we help at home support what your needs are for our son? Mm-hmm. You know, what is he not doing? What does he need to do? What is, sure. you know, and uh, most of the teachers, they were dumbfounded. They sat there like, what? You're not here to yell at me? No, we're here to support you. Yeah, especially when you showed up at the conferences. Yeah, right? a lot the, of them yeah. don't. That, yeah, that meant the world to the yeah. teachers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a quote, and I'm sure you guys have heard it, so help me out, but I think it was... So, good times. No, let me see. Oh, hard, Jam's got this. Yeah, one. <laughs> hard times create strong men. Strong men and good times strong create. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create, create weak, weak men. men. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And you and you think about that cycle and where are we at on that cycle? I mean, I, I use that saying as a cycle for where yeah. we're at right well, now. Well, that's yeah, that's what it's supposed to be as a cycle. I mean, some would argue that we're. Uh, you know, weak weak men right now. Weak men, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, but I agree. that means that hard and, times are coming, and that'll create some strong men. And, and men, I don't, I don't use that men as I'm including women in that. Right. Us as people, yeah. you know, is yeah. is that safety topics of the week? First topic is speed in the yard, pits and plants. What's the most common speed limit we'll see in a pits and plants, Super Dave? Oh, gosh, I would say right around 10 miles an hour in the pit. And I would say the plants would be five, just like our yard. Yep, Five miles an hour here at the yard, five miles an hour at most of the pits. Excuse me, the plants. The pits are a little bit higher because they're bigger and there's more room. Yep. You're yeah, yeah. you're literally driving down a road. <laughs> right. right. Pit. Yeah, and right. you might have but, to go I don't know, half a mile, I'm guessing, back right. to the pile. Right. You know, we, yeah. we, we get that. Yeah, and you know? you're not navigating within five feet of another vehicle mm-hmm. exactly you know where people may be getting out or a door opens or you know something cars like that. moving behind you yeah and stuff yeah like exactly that. And, and and on that you know besides the number one thing of safety all right let, let, let's pick that out but you know going in and out of our yard 
you know, the, the driveways are not good on a truck, no matter how it feels in the cab. You know, and we got some potholes out here we haven't been able to get filled because of the rain and all that stuff. And obviously all the potholes around town. But I would ask everybody, no matter at what speed, to, you know, go around the potholes, be, you know, situational awareness, be looking in front of yourself. Because it's hard on tires, it's hard on springs, it's hard on shocks, it's just, you know, hard on the cabs, hard on the stacks. It's just, you know, guys were... You know, this podcast was meant to reach out and touch you guys, you know, and we could leave it, we're we're run the edge, we probably have to have other topics to bring other people in, but hopefully if you're in a a, a trucking situation or or Tammy, you have a family member that's in the business, that you you can apply this to your car, you can apply this to so many things in your life is what we're after, and the the speed is is a killer on the bumps and the driveways and safety and you know me and dave talk as we watch because we love to sit out here in the pickup and watch guys leave and stuff and we think some of it is like the the i'm gonna call ours an automatic transmission is when you when you're in that third gear when it's defaulted in third gear you're in empty and you just you know besides the urge to move you step on it that truck goes I mean, it takes off. It like goes out the driveway. Right? And you pull up to the driveway, you look both ways, and then you step on the fuel, and that truck shoots out the driveway. And it just looks bad, you guys. There's no finesse or or I'm, I'm not sure quite what quite what the word is that, that we're after, but, you know, cool on the stool. There's just so many things, you guys. And, and yeah. we're, we're ultra critical, right? This is, this is our baby. You know, this is what all our people work for to make better you know, those trucks and and the, and the company, and and that's the reason we we pick on this stuff. But you can you can take it anywhere. I'm still just amazed, Jim. As much as we talk about it, I mean, almost on a daily ritual, you'll catch one of us saying "slow down in the yard" or "slow down going out the driveway." As much as we talk about it, and I, you know, and then we talk about it after that amongst ourselves, and we always think. Gosh, if they're driving like that here in the yard in front of us, how are they driving on the road? And and then I, you know, it it always spins back for me situational awareness. Yeah. You know, they they don't realize they're going that fast. You know, two mornings in a row now, I've watched a truck, a ma- one of the manual transmissions we have left, try and shift while turning out in the street. Mm. They get the drive tires out of the out of the dip, you know, the sidewalk area, the gutter, and then they're taking off and trying to shift. And it, we're taught not to do that when we get our licenses. Do we, do we know why? Does anyone know why? I mean, Dave, you know why, right? Yeah, you mean shifting around corners or shifting over railroad tracks, things like that, Yeah, right? while, while you're turning, especially. <clears throat> damages right? something else, wouldn't it? Yeah, it interfere with your... Oh, Tammy, other... you're, you're so smart. You're so smart. Well, It puts the drivetrain in a bind yeah. because you're loaded. Makes sense. And the differential is trying to navigate... You know, two tires turning twice as fast as the other two tires turning twice as slow. So to make that shift, it puts the drivetrain in a bind. Wow. And I'm thinking, you know, you're here in a driveway. Why don't you just pull out and look cool right. and stay in one gear, you know, preferably first or second. You know, we've talked about that before with the automatics defaulted to third gear. Put, the, put it in manual mode when you drive out of the driveway. And just drive out in first gear or second gear, and then you're you're good to go. And it's, hmm. yeah, I mean, those are the things that we talk about that, you know, when Jim says we're ultra critical, there's a reason behind that. 
because it's just one thing leads to another. You know, yeah. when a when a truck pulls in and their electric lines and their airlines are dragging the deck plate. How often have we talked about that? Right. I mean, it, it, for us, it's mind-boggling. And the reason behind it is, if a state patrolman sees that, guess what? If you're not doing those simplest of things, you're not doing the rest. That's and here right. we are again. I mean, we repetitively, weekly, day in, day out, week after week, month after month, year after year, talk about the same things. Yeah, one thing I want to bring up, if we're noticing that you're speeding through this yard, Who's noticing that you're speeding through the pits and the plants? Right. Exactly, Jim. The customer, right? Yeah. So it's it's obvious. Like Somebody might be like, what's the difference between five and seven miles an hour? If you're standing on the ground, we could tell immediately <laughs> if a yeah. truck's doing seven through the yard because it just looks Fast. so much faster than everybody else. So, yep. yep. Make us look good out there. I think yeah. you hit on it, Dave, is that put it in manual. Because think about it. When we would drive a manual transmission you would put it in, let's say, second gear or third gear, and you'd you'd feather your throttle to keep it at the right RPM in that gear. And as you said a minute ago, Jim, these automatics just go mm-hmm. because it's going to stay in that gear because it's programmed to shift, and then it'll shift to the next gear, and then it'll shift again. And the next thing you know, you're going 10 when you really want to be going 5. Right. So that's a great point. Uh, let's... Put it in manual and try to feather that throttle to keep it at, you know, 1,200 RPM. Yeah, and, and we noticed too, Dave, it's a good, it's just a, a good, uh, such a small area to judge people on when we sit out here in the pickup. But we have the trucks leaving, lots of trucks leaving, lots of guys coming in, girls coming in, right? So the, the, the I don't know, sharp people is not the, I guess the people that get it. They shot. They swap traffic directions. They turn to the inside on going the wrong way as the truck comes out, and he's in the outside or they're in the outside side of it to go out. And we have so many cars that cut the truck off that just think they have to stay on the right hand side, on the right hand lane. And you're just you're just screwing the truck from making that big turn. Mm-hmm. And and. You know, situational awareness just comes up on that. And, you know, what do you, why would you do that to the person? You drive a truck every day and you know you need to make the biggest swing is the easiest swing, but you just made that truck go to the inside of you. And, it, and it's frustrating because it's like, okay, if, that's a simple decision. What decisions are you making out on the road? What decisions are you making for your family? What decisions are you making for your life? You know, when you can't, and again, it's only about you because I have to get to work. Not about that other person that's already in his truck and needs to leave. How about it's about us? You know, just, it's tough, tough to watch. Also at the pits and the plants, we need to pay attention to the stop signs. Stop signs leaving the plant, uh, the, the pit, like uh, let's talk about Firestone. When you're leaving that pit, there's a uh, concrete plant right there for AI or, or oh, wholesome. Yeah, good right? call, Jim. <clears throat> when you when you sell that stop sign to go left on that road to bring you back to the county road, there could be a truck coming out of there. You got to pay attention to that. Okay, same thing coming in, that stop sign right at the, the corner there before you make that left to go to the, to the pit. Our guys and other trucking companies as well, everyone just sells that stop sign because you're on this little small back country road. But every once in a while, there's somebody there you got to look out for. 
So the concrete plant, they complain. That's what's bringing this up. Yes. We got guys leaving the pit and uh, just sailing that stop sign, and we got, you know, mixers trying to come out of there. A mixer, put it, put it like this, those mixers are about 78,000 pounds yeah. when they leave loaded. So they're not easy to stop either, guys. Yeah, and I think, I know I keep adding stuff to the stuff, Jim, but, you know, back in the day, you know, I'd have to say I'm really guilty of sailing a stop sign coming out of loaded with a truck, you know, out of a pit, but that was all also easier than trying to stop you know, maybe having to shift to low, depending on your weight or how you were doing, and then make that turn and the you know make that shift and do all that stuff. You could creep around a, a stop sign in second gear or first gear and get going. But we have automatics. All that's done for you. You don't have to find a lower hole. It does it. You don't have to shift up. You don't have to do anything. Taking all that away. So you're you're literally just moving your foot to the brake to the fuel. You know, and we we've given you again, given you the tools to be better. That's how we're better, is to stop at a stop sign. That's a safety factor. Yeah, but Jim, I mean, you've done this a long time. Your version of sailing the stop sign and what we're being <laughs> called in on are two different things. Because you know as well as I, we would roll up to that stop sign. You'd, you'd you know, pull the, pull the stick out a second or third, not even push in the clutch. You'd be holding it against Granny when the truck... The gear shift fell into granny. You started again. That wasn't five miles an hour. No, because that that like that, you're saying, that was they, literally one mile an hour. So yeah. you were you were almost virtually stopped, not five miles an hour. That, yeah, there's a big difference. Yeah, and I, I know you probably know it because you've asked it enough. But Jam, when do we get these stop sign alerts? Because we're talking. We the reason this is on here is we've got a bunch of stop sign alerts. Right. So when do we get alerts above what? Five miles an hour. So you're sailing a stop sign at above five yeah. miles an hour. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, if you did it at four, we wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> if a cop sees you at that speed, you're getting a ticket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah, yeah. you are getting a ticket. Yeah, it wasn't a, like you're saying, Dave. It wasn't slow down and look. It's, boom, we're going around yeah. the corner. Yeah. And if you feel you slowed down and looked, you need a little better situational <laughs> awareness. Your cognitive skills are not putting two and two together. Yep. So. No doubt. So I want to talk about something I saw yesterday. Um, as you guys know, I left a little early yesterday, and you know it was raining, and trucks were in early. I'm like, I'm going to yeah. take advantage of this because sometimes I'll go to the gym for lunch, and then I come back, and we've had a slow day, and then I got to go home early. That didn't make sense, so I'm like, well, maybe I'll just wait, drag my feet, and I'll just sail out of here a little early and go to the gym. Then I picked my wife and daughter up. to. Uh, we were going to Bible study at church, and on my way down there, on I-25, all of a sudden, we see a lot of lights underneath this bridge. So, of course, we all look, and then we see the tent. And the, you got the, the tent? Tent? A tent. You know what they do with the tent is they cover up bodies. and Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 So, it just really, it really hurt, you know what I mean? Because here I am, like, enjoying my afternoon, having a great day with my wife and kid, and Somebody didn't make it home from work. Mm. Right. You know, like how sad it is you, you, you go to work or, I mean, I don't really know the situation that happened, but man, anything could happen at any time. And I would hate for somebody in our family member to be the, the cause of something like that. Right. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard about somebody getting in a traffic accident and not making it home, but it's devastating. It's traumatic. It's just, you know. You go to work and then you just don't make it home to your family, and it's just it's just gut wrenching. And 
you know, we talk about safety and the rules and the policies and lean and look and all these things, safety committee meetings and slow down and get out of the left lane and the cameras. It's for a reason. At the end of the day, it's to protect people's lives. So, you know, when you see something like that, I know for me, like, I don't really think about death that much, but one way I don't want to die is in a piece of metal on asphalt. So just be careful out there, everybody. Put your phones down, pay attention, and do the job the right way. Yeah, really, it should be that all that we talk about, and I know it leads to other reasons, but the only reason is that right there, Jim. And, And the thing is, too, is there's enough things that may take your life, and you may live a lot longer in uh, we've taken somebody's life is what it'll or you have taken somebody's life right. is what it boils down to if you've if you've had an accident where you weren't paying attention you change lanes whatever it might be you, you, like you're saying jam you'll be in that position to take somebody's life yep. and yep. and and no matter what you believe it's not up to each other to take somebody's life yep you know what it's called when you take a life homicide Right, whether yeah. it's justified or an accident is to be determined later. But when you take a life, it's called a homicide. Yeah, right. And yeah, it carries a lot of weight to think about. Like, wow, I don't want to. I don't want to have that on me. But what if that's your family out there? Absolutely. What if What if a truck driver who wasn't paying attention killed your family? Like, that's terrible. Mm. Yeah. So, all right, tips and tricks from Steve Jackson. Steve Jackson sent some tips and tricks last week, but we had quite a bit so i uh, saved his for this week and it was good timing because i didn't have any others so steve wants to say check out delivery spots on foot meaning walk walk your delivery right of all driving safety tips this one is most often ignored by truckers when delivering especially a new customer or a place you've never been to before find a place to park safely leave your rig for five minutes and scope out that place i could see this at course would be a really good place to, to walk your path, right? Mm-hmm. Shippers will too often say, oh, we have trucks in here all the time. It's okay. Check for yourself. A truck can easily get trapped and unable to turn around or the docking facility and loading area that just isn't suitable for big rigs. By getting out of your truck and looking around for yourself, you'll see obstacles that may be in your way, such as low fire hydrants, posts, ditches, etc. Take a mental picture of the area. If you just drive in, you will not see the hazards. Also, remember that a large percentage of trucks accidents happen when backing up. Accidents are costly for everyone and can be avoided by getting out and looking. Thanks so much, Steve. That's all good advice. Uh, absolutely. I wanted to mention, because he, you know, he is spot on, but he, he's looking around. Um, what we were just talking about, Jam, I just thought about it, and hopefully the lister, listeners or the wives, the kids, the grandkids, any family member here, it goes the same for you in your personal car to pay attention and have situational awareness because you might be able to avoid the person that's not driving the way they should be. And it's so, so often, you know, I preach to my girls to pay attention, look at the situation, you know, know what's in front of you, know what's behind you. And, and as truck drivers, because we get, get so many miles, you know, we can tell that person once over. We can tell that person what he's going to do. He wants all the way over and, and all the reactions. If you're just driving a car, you need to learn the same thing. You know, when Bella gets to start to drive and jam and, and all that kind of stuff, they, they'll, it's for everyone. It is not just for us. It's not just for our people. Yeah, I'm already scared. Like, I, I think about that, like, 
how am I going to be able to handle my daughter being in a car somewhere? Mm. You know what I mean? And hopefully she learns from just driving me and Ace all the time, like kind of like Sam. Like he's probably watched you drive the right way for many years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to talk about it and start. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Start yep. early. Yeah. I, I, you know, we talk about that new generation. You know, I mean, we were just talking about it, and I don't want to get off subject here, but so many of the kids don't want to drive anymore. They, wow. they have no interest in it. <laughs> wow. You know, Sam's got two two guy buddies on the team that they're 16 and they don't have their licenses yet because they didn't start. You know, you have to start at 15 yeah, now. They didn't care. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Wow. You know, Sam was mad because he, you know, he's born on the 4th of July, right? On his 16th birthday, that happened to be on a Saturday, so he couldn't get his license. Mm. He couldn't get it on Sunday. He was pissed. He had to wait till Monday, mm. you know, th- basically three days after his birthday. He's like, what? I, I got screwed. I'm like, oh, That's dude, funny. come on. Relax. Uh, yeah, I just think, you know, every time you tell the story about the girl that was driving and texting and ran into the back of a trailer, mm-hmm. like. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Super Dave, I hope you have a high roll of Holland to lift our spirits. I do. It's about happiness. Perfect. <laughs> Couldn't be better, Dave. Coming through in the clinch. So where does happiness come from? What do you think? Inside. It's worth taking a moment to consider. Is it things like having someone love you or eating a fantastic meal or having a great body or relaxing on the beach or drinking a good cup of coffee no, those things are all phenomena that happen outside of us. <laughs> What'd you say, Jeff? I thought all those things were great. I'm like, well, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Right? They don't cause the happiness. They might be correlated with it. They happen, and then we are happy at the same time, but it's not a cause and effect relationship. There's another event that's happening at the same time. That event is what happens in our brain. Between the external event, such as the good cup of coffee, and our state of happiness. It's a process. Let's take a closer look. We drink a good cup of good coffee, or read a book, or eat some delicious dessert, etc., etc. We notice the coffee. We pay attention to it. What happens if we don't pay attention? Maybe we're on the internet, you know, surfing the internet as we drink the coffee. Then we don't get the happiness from the coffee. We need to appreciate the goodness in the coffee and pay attention. We need to notice it. It's not just the noticing and paying attention because we have to accept it for what it is and appreciate the good thing about it, like the flavor. Mm. This goodness we've noticed causes us to be happy about life. We, we are now happy about the experience of living, about life itself, because this experience is filled with goodness even if it's just the goodness of a cup of coffee. So that's it. Noticing and appreciating the goodness in the cup of coffee causes us to be happy about living. And the more we notice and appreciate about our lives and ourselves, the happier we are. So does this mean that happiness is really about the external things, like that cup of coffee or the dessert? No, it's about the process that happens within. And this process can happen no matter what's going on outside of us. It can happen even if there are no external stimuli. Because there are things inside of us that we can appreciate as well. It really happens from within. Let me emphasize that. All the raw material we need for happiness is inside of us. The good things we can appreciate to be happy. 
They are always with us, always there, and the tools for turning these raw materials into happiness are within us. We just need to develop them. So what are the things that are within us? What, what can we appreciate that can make us happy? Are you generous? Do you receive love? Can you give love? Do you feel compassion? Are you good at something? Do you appreciate beauty in nature and in others? So many of these things are too, there's too many to list. That's within us, everyone. It's amazing, but so is the life all around us. These might be external things, but the appreciation for them and the happiness that results comes from within. So look closely at the food you eat and the coffee, water, tea, or wine you drink. What can you notice? Is, it, is there good to be noticed that you can appreciate, that you can make you happy to be alive? When you begin to pay attention and to look, you'll find some amazing things. All around us are examples of beauty, creativity, inspiration, triumph, pain, joy, life itself. And once you get good at this, you can start to appreciate the not-so-perfect things as well. We judge other people's flaws and our own flaws as bad. But what if they're just part of being human? We all have flaws, and we should celebrate them, notice them, yes, and appreciate them, and use them as reasons to be happy to be alive because we can learn from our and others' flaws and mistakes. Once we can do this, we can see the wonder in every little thing around us and inside us as well. And then we realize that life is a true joy in every moment, the good and the bad, if we simply pay attention and learn to appreciate it. And the quote this week is, we tend to forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something we don't have, but rather of recognizing and appreciate what we do have. And that was by Frederick Koenig. And Frederick Koenig, just in case you want to know, uh, lived from 1774 to 1833. And this is funny, but he was a German inventor who built a high-speed steam-powered printing press in 1812. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be quite a creation in 1812, Dave. Oh, buddy. Could you imagine? Come on, bring the water. we got some papers he, to get out. He became a very rich man and sold that printing press the, his first big sale was to the New York Times. Mm. Wow. And it was enabled them to make papers to sell all around the world. Wow. Yeah. How amazing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Can you that, imagine the transportation just to get the papers out? Yeah, in 1812. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. And you would, maybe you would get that New York Times in England like a month later, but you didn't care. It was right. still. Right. It was the news. You bet. It was the news. Man, if we don't get breaking news on our phones in minutes now. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, now you're in your phones when you're looking at stuff like that. You have to see how old it is, not how new it is. Right. Yeah. Because you, right. you're like, oh, is that an old story? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. This was yeah. an hour ago. There's here's a 14 minute or six minute or <laughs> yeah. three minute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. I I came about that because um, I was and this is this is really a low point really, but I was thinking about suicide because somebody I know recently has committed suicide. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm internally happy. You know, I get up in the morning and I'm happy, you know. And why was this person not happy? Right. And so, I, I mean, I don't know. They just didn't seem to find the happiness. So, it's, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a hard thing to comprehend if you don't struggle with it. Yeah, yeah. Jam. Very if, you don't, if you don't feel that pain, it, that hurts so much, you would rather not be alive. I mean... 
when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I'm smiling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if I'm not happy, I usually shake it off in a couple of hours. I mean, I could have some pretty bad things going on and do 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 do. You know, yeah. but some people aren't built the same way. And you know, pain equals pain. You know, it could be. You know, some somebody may experience like PTSD and this pain from, you know, being in a war. Well, somebody else might have just seen a traffic accident that made them experience the same amount of pain or, you know, it could be traumas from their past or depression and suicide is just so hard to wrap your head around, but it's, 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 it's a thing. Yeah. And having empathy to understand that jam is a whole nother skill. Yeah. Yeah. It is a whole nother skill. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've had uh, chances to practice that because I've lost people to suicide and I've dealt with a lot of people that are depressed and, you know, I was a guy a long time ago like, what do you mean you can't get out of bed? Get out of bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm that guy. Yeah, but right? if somebody had a broken back, you wouldn't be like, just don't have a broken back anymore. Just get up. Right. You know, right. it'd be like telling somebody in a wheelchair, what do you, yes. stand up. Come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and yep. carry on, you know. And Yeah, they're both broken. One is a bone yeah. that will yep. heal. One is a, a mind. The other is, is not a bone. It's internal, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah. Yeah, I, I've tried to understand, and you, and you mentioned it, Jam, that the pain's so bad because the, you know, you can take painkillers, and I know people dull things with lots of different things, and we all we all deal with it, whether it's an aspirin or you know just trying to change our minds to be joyful. But when you do pick that suicide, to me, and I'm I'm guessing because right, I'm not in the shoes, but it's the ultimate end of the pain. I think that's the result they're after. Yeah. It's just the, but it doesn't, you know, mine. It's I wouldn't think whatever the best for them. It's not the best for the family members or anything like that. And yeah, you know, we. I, I just want. It's hard to compare, but we can talk about going slow out the driveway and what it causes. Right. We can't really understand and talk what all it causes about you know suicide or hurting yourself. Yeah, I mean, I look at my brother. My brother had the world by, by, you know, he had the world in his hand. Made a good living. Had a one point five million dollar house. Had a wife and two beautiful girls, and I mean, he decided to check out. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, for what, bro? Yeah. Like, why would you think that your family is better off without you? You know, but that's what he thought. I think. Sure. I mean, obviously, that's the sickness. That's what that's, happened. That's, that's sickness, they yeah. just can't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all right, final thoughts, everybody, and let's see if we can have some good positive ones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know how positive mine is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, rethink it. <laughs> well, we're still smiling and laughing, so <laughs> pretty good I, I, so far. <laughs> obviously, you guys know I, you know, like to watch videos and stuff like that, TED talks and things like that. Try to find stuff for this for the podcast, and you know, as, as far as life, you know, that visual concept and listening to people. But I ran across a little video the other day that this little boy was in the store with his mom. And this couple was fighting, and basically the husband or boyfriend was abusing his wife or the woman he was with, and the boy looked like he was 10, 12 years old, wanted to step over and do something about it, and his mom stopped him and said, hey, that's none of our business. You know, that's that's not your concern. Mm-hmm. And the boy started to ignore his mom and stopped and decided not to, and later that night they showed him on the couch, and he's like, hey, mom, he said, it really bothers me. He said, you know, the couple that was fighting at the store and not to do anything and she said you know like i told you it's none of your business and he's like you know if it's none of my business how are there any people that will ever protect the the weak or the ones that can't protect themselves and she said well i i just don't believe in violence and he goes well you know what's worse than violence 
And she's like, no, what? And he said, apathy. And so I looked up apathy. I was like, okay, do I know what apathy is, right? And so it's a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern over anything. Wow. And, you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, like I'm, like I'm saying, I, w- I want to bring us up, right? Sure. You don't want to end on it like people don't care. But sometimes I think we're like suicide or like life or things like that. We get that, we get in that mindset of apathy where it's not that we don't care, but that lack of interest because it's just something else to do. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's like the shopping cart. It's just, I'm tired. I got to go home and fix the water line I just bought. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the light bulb's been out and, you know, or a fixture doesn't work and my wife's on me and I'm not going to push the cart back, right? You know, and that. Maybe and, your wife's dying of cancer and you don't have time. You got to get home to her. Yeah, exactly, Dave. And, you, you know, we don't know. And I know we talk about doing the right thing. But I think if you, you know, you just said, Dave, if you're in a hurry, I think if you have the, the, the time, you just need to concentrate on not having that apathy, yep. you know, throughout. And, and, and I'm just as guilty. I, I, I wanted to tell a funny story. I, again, with my little shopping cart thing, I went to Home Depot this week. <laughs> And it was pushed up in the wood chips and on the sidewalk there. <laughs> and that has to be very difficult to kick it up on the curb, get it in the wood chips, all this other stuff. I had a hell of a time dragging the damn basket out of the stupid wood chips. And I'm like, it's much easier just to go up the row and put it away. Nah. You know, and, and sometimes that's my other point is between apathy and and you, people don't realize what the easy path is, <laughs> you right. know, so many times. Had to be really hard to put that basket up there when they could have just pushed it up. Jim, I'm now pushing carts up into the... <laughs> thank you very much. But you didn't before? Yes, I did. But oh. I'm taking what's oh, stragglers are oh, left out. Right? And, yeah. That's where I'm at, Tammy. It yeah. sucks, actually. Tammy, I'm like, got, thanks, Jim. You got to watch the uh, carton arcs. Have you ever seen the carton arcs? No. Oh, my God. Everybody check out carton arcs on YouTube. It's carton arcs. Carton arcs. Like a narcotic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Narcs. So Narc. it's this... Narc it's, on somebody. Yeah, it's this guy. Oh. He's like the cart police, and he'll go to random parking lots. And like he makes a, surround, a siren sound, and like if you don't put your cart away, he throws a magnet on your car that says like "lazy pants" or something like that. It's funny, but people get pissed. It's, oh, I bet it's entertaining for sure. Oh. Huh. That's funny. So that's yeah, it, yeah. Just try to to avoid the apathy. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Be a Belgium. Yeah, think a Belgium horse would put his cart away. Yep. He'd Ab- pull them all back in the store. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> At absolutely. one time. Only if he had a partner, though. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. He'd be lazy. So. Well, I just want to talk about, not talk about, but just mention, I know we talked about it earlier, Father's Day this weekend. I hope everybody gets to enjoy Father's Day this weekend. Uh, Pops, I know you're listening. Jen and I won't be there. We're going to be out of town and on the road coming back home. So uh, I hope you have a great Father's Day and everything goes well. And like I say, happy Father's Day to every father out there. Enjoy. Nice. Tammy? I'd like to wish my dad a happy Heavenly Father's Day. Absolutely. One of the greatest dads I've, I can say. Nice. But, um, yeah, I'd like to wish everybody, all the guys, a happy Father's Day. I know it's hard to work and raise kids and bring, you know, bring home the bacon. So, you know, let's, let's appreciate our daddies this Absolutely. weekend and and enjoy them 
Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Soup? It's a beautiful sunny day. I don't see any storm clouds on the horizon. Ooh. <laughs> Let's have a good day out there trucking and haul some loads. Yeah. You just reminded cool. me I got to stay in my fence when I get home. There's a parade it's, it's going on, dry. too. Which one? Uh, I for, think that's the Nuggies. For oh, the Nuggies. Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Thursday. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yep. So I'm going to leave off. Um, I saw a little short the other day. It was marriage advice. I thought it was pretty cool. So the lady was talking about people say marriage is 50 50, right? Have you seen this I, one, Jim? I love it, Jim. I wanted to try to incorporate it, but go ahead. Please. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. completely off tangent, but yeah, um, good. she's like, marriage, you know, she, she, she said that's BS. You know, marriage isn't 50 50. She's like, in my house, when my husband comes home, you know, sometimes he might be like, I'm 20. And she's like, don't worry, I got you. I'll be the other 80. So that makes sense, right? We've all heard something like that before. She's like, but what happens when neither one of us, when, when we can't equal 100? So she's like, for example, my mom's been sick. So the other day, I told my husband, like, hey, honey, I'm like a 10 right now. And he was just real honest. He says, well, I'm a 25. <laughs> right? So she says, when we don't equal 100... We go and we sit down and we figure out a plan to be kind to each other. Because when you can't get to 100 together, there's a problem. And that's when a lot of the big fights will start. Because both of you are tired. Both of you are drained. So I thought that was pretty cool. No, yeah. it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. I hope I did yeah. a good job explaining yeah, it. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. Because the, the key was to, to and, and I know they said, you know, that's when the fights start, start. But also... How are we going to get this done together? Right. Because we're both worn out. Right. And, and that's the key I took was together. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily need to be in your marriage. It could be in a, in a partnership. Anything. You know, you and Dave came in separate vehicles this morning, I noticed. You know, you didn't have your morning chat. Maybe Dave jumped out and he's like, man, I'm a 55. And you're like, that's pretty good. I'm a 15. <laughs> that's a great analogy. That's funny. Just, it, it is, it it's is so good. true. It is when you think about it, Dave. That's mm-hmm. the reason I love the video. You know, it's you funny, know? too. And I've been married. Actually, we're talking about Father's Day on Wednesday. A week from today, we're having our 37th wedding anniversary. Oh, that's okay. so awesome, Dave. And Absolutely. Thanks, guys. You know, it's funny. When you're younger and you're in your 20s, you have a lot of fights. You know, your kids are little. You're struggling for money. Whatever's going on, you know. Maybe you have to move or, you know, all these adversities. When you're my age, you've been married to really, really, you never fight. No. Like never. And you have to keep in mind, I wish I was this wise when I was 25 years old. You know what I mean? But fights also now, um, nowadays, if you're married and you're fighting, you think you have to get divorced. (laughs) Marriage isn't that way. You fight, but you learn how to work. Good point it out and be together so i'm going to celebrate my 46th wedding anniversary in august congratulations Congratulations. yes yeah so so (laughs) good (laughs) i'm gonna be really in trouble for this one uh in a typical husband fashion Father's Day is my wedding anniversary. Oh, <laughs> All right, Jim. <laughs> I was just looking at my phone. So 28 years. Wow. Right? Nice. wow. So, happy anniversary. Yeah, Great. Yeah, thank happy you. Happy anniversary. anniversary, Holly. Love you a lot. So, yeah. Awesome. Congrats, yeah, and everybody. Nice. Yeah. And it's, stuff. It's, I thought you had the Saturday-Sunday combo going. That Saturday was your anniversary, and Sunday was Father's Day. I think in 17th oh. Sunday. 
18th is Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So you got got the weekend. Yeah. We we got it covered. So I did. I got married on the 27th of August and my birthday is the 28th of August. Oh, nice. So yeah, I planned it that way. (laughs) Hard to forget. (laughs) So you get get a nice dinner on the 27th and on the 28th, you're like, yeah, what's up? My birthday. (laughs) Pre-COVID. We got married on April 15th because that was tax day. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. It's got to celebrate that day, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's right. any day they pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually not the 15th anymore, is nope. it? Nope. No, I, whatever. There's a... Whatever it rolls over the weekend or a holiday. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, the following sort of, Monday yeah. after or something, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's supposed like to that. go away, I think. Oh, I hope so. It could be, could be totally so, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There's some things that shouldn't change after COVID. Right. You know, I, we shouldn't have changed Mount Evans to Mount whatever it is now. No. I hope to continue What's, to fight to keep Mount Evans. We shouldn't Evans, have Mount even Evans. closed down completely. And, and for some COVID. of those other things, I just I don't believe in. To me, when we bury our past, whether we found out it was bad or not, that's right. That's the history of it. That's, that's right. how you remember it. I agree. You that's know? it. I mean, do you think the the bomb in Hiroshima? Do you think the Japanese are changing the name over there or anything? Yeah. Because they were bombed that day? That probably wasn't a good memory for them. They didn't change it. So, I don't no, know. And for There's, such a yeah. little group to dictate what gets changed like right? that, where are the people speaking up like on something like that for these right. name changes? So, we Tammy, how long have you been a Democrat? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was. I was at one time, and they totally went too radical and too crazy. They let me down, and I figured it out. And thankfully, Jim, I wanted to thank you, too, for getting Dustin in and getting him. That was Brother Dave. (laughs) Or Dave. I'm sorry. He he snagged him for the voting. He was already a pretty hardcore, gun-toting, red-blooded American. (laughs) That's because of Grandma. Because his family, you know, his mom and his grandmother are very opposite. They're not. So, you know, being being a Republican right now, in some families has alienated a lot of people yeah in fact it's awful there's some in my family that are that's how it is you know Mm. can't see both sides and can't come together what are their pronouns (laughs) (laughs) wow Uh, wow hmm. went there but i think that's a that's a little bit radical too tammy is on the republican side is they've just They've they've locked up. There is no there is no give and take. Both no. sides. Both sides. Both sides. Yeah, but that's the really, problem. Really, we can't yeah, talk. There's there's yeah. something there. Why can't we talk and fix things? Why can't yeah. we come together? Yeah. The the your side, my side. And why is that's not one successful? So much better than the other. Why is it that we you know like the way? Yeah. Let's do the best for the it's, people. It's the that, best for the people, and we the people are yeah. sick and tired. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. When you when you talk about changing names and stuff, Dave, and we just you know briefly skipped over it because we were doing the announcement there, you know. But uh, you know, Monday the nineteenth is Juneteenth, the day they they uh, the slaves were freed, and and I think that should be a celebration. But just like you guys were all saying, or how I look at it, is that should be a celebration where all Americans and obviously you know better for for everybody but we celebrate that together that as a people Mm -hmm. we are better Mm -hmm. we made a step 
let's celebrate it yeah. let's move on you know and and i, I think that those are celebrations that should be be there you yeah, know because as a, as a nation we did something better yep, yep. Well, Tammy, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Before we say the creed, thank you for the donuts. You've been a great guest. I know you came pretty close to being on one of those radio shows before. You know, Peter Boyles. There you go. Well, I listened to him his whole career. And then before him, it was, you probably don't even remember this guy. Um, oh, shit. His, his partner, Peter yeah. Boyle's one that remember, was killed. Remember, yes. yes. Allen Berg. At Allen Berg. Berg. Yep. Mm. Yeah. yep. He started me out. Uh-huh. I mean, I got started on him. And You should consider having your own podcast, and then you could have your own show. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be something? By the way, Mount Evans is now Mount Blue Sky. That's terrible. Oh, that's right. It did change. And what was the problem with... I'm assuming Evans was the president. He was a white supremacist, and he was a governor of Colorado. Yeah. Part of the KKK. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Well, let's say the creed and get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Together we face Face and overcome overcome all that stands before us. Together Together we are accident-free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. Thank you, JFW. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a great rest of the week and Father's Day. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem Cause we got diesel in our veins We've got diesel in our veins I see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a-truckin' down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just looking for another load There's a couple million tons to move I see them everywhere So you best get out their way And watch that sand and gravel disappear There's another run to make We gotta get it there on time And we got what it takes To lay it all out on the line We'll lay it all out on the line Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel trucking Keep that hammer down And keep that diesel trucking 
see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. They just keep them doors a closed, keep them butts in their seats. Cause those customers are calling and those red trucks can't be beat. They've got to put the hammer down and pick up another load. Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road. Keep them eyes open on the road. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, Breaker 2-3, anybody got a copy on that Channel 23 podcast? Welcome, and thanks for listening.